What's going on, everybody? Corey here. Welcome back to a very, very, very special Fly Casual. Why, it's our annual Christmas We Just Saw Star Wars movie episode. And it is time to get down and dirty on The Last Jedi. It's going to be spoilerific, no holds barred, and guess what? Sensitive listeners might want to look someplace else, because it ain't going to be a night of butt kissing. It's going to be a night of flying casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! What is up, crack hoes and crackheads? Hey, hey what's up? Yellow. yellow. Time like to crack. bust some skulls because we are here to talk about none other than The Last Jedi! Woo! You get a hey. headache. You get an awkward moment. You get a poorly edited joke. You get, Everybody wins something with The Josh, Last Josh Jedi! <laughs> Keep going. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I'm impressed. That's right. There you go. That's hey, right. Yeah. If you manage to f- survive that audio barrage, maybe you'll stick around for what's to come. What? Uh oh. Oh. <laughs> hey, hey, folks. I'm your host, Mr. Corey T. Wilson, and with me right here on the left, live and in the flesh, Mr. Garrick, not Jay Hardy. Hey, I was promised there would be butt kissing mm. in this episode. Mm. I'm let down. Then I came all the way up here for butt kissing. Yep. Yep. No, I can't have it. Nope. That's what Twitter is for. Okay. I'll, I'll kiss <laughs> your butt. Thanks. See, Howie's got my butt. Yeah, that's right. No, none of you guys got my butt. <laughs> Howie want, does. I don't want your butt. Uh, yeah, you do. No, you, see, you really do, here. Corey. There have been times. There have been times. How many baby dolls over there? Over there, uh, playing with toys and looking half drunk and half asleep is Mr. Michael J. Archibald. Okay, you mentioned that this was, you know, it, our seemingly annual get together to, <laughs> to review uh, Star Wars movies. Oh, yeah. You know, this is the last time we're going to get to do that, right? Well, I know, because we have to do it again in five months. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a release date for uh, Ep 9, buddy. Yeah? Yeah, and it is not Christmas. This is not news. Yet. We're not doing news, Mike. Yet. Let's all stop and look at me while I'm trying to do hand motions. I don't know you guys are he's liquid. He's I'm telling Petrie, Petrie, turn my headphones down. Too loud. Oh, that. Please. If I you can know. figure out which one I, I am. I don't know the Air Force He's like, signals. Mike is killing me. No idea. Please turn him down. That so far sounds better. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, there we go. I guess that right was, on the first try. I think try. that was mine, but all right. I was, well, we'll see if Mike blasts my ears off again. Well, Over there shit. At master control, except for the fact that he's not master controlling our headphone volume as Mr. Stephen J. Howie. Um, yeah, you can control your own damn volume. I can't. Oh, it's all the way down there. Oh, I have boy. to have Petrie control my oh, own damn snap. volume. And I am not up to the challenge Speaking of that pressure. Speaking of which, there's uh, Mr. Stephen Petrie. Hey, I'm not up to the challenge of that pressure. Yeah? Yep. I'm draped right over the cough drops there, Mike. That's me. <laughs> Copter. Oh, test, test, test. I got you, buddy. All right, oh, there you go. a little more, maybe a little less. I mean, a little like a little more volume, lessness. <laughs> <laughs> less, more, more less, is less. Still less, less more. still less, still more less. Please, I would like more, more less. less. Okay, more that, more less, more less. They. You're in the neighborhood. More, right. more hey, or less. I'm still not sure you've adjusted me at all whatsoever. <laughs> this is some pro <laughs> level podcast here. Pro be honest with you. level. Come on, bring it in, Mike. Give I me think, good. Give I me think good. Some people good? just. Don't oh wanna... my gosh, Mike! You turned me way the frick up. Turn it back down. <laughs> you son of a. Ba- okay, that I is much better. People are just trying to avoid uh, the, the next. 
Oh my gosh! The next hour on the air in Cincinnati. Miss Stephen Petrie, did you say a thing? Uh, Probably. Mike, turn me back up a little bit. (laughs) I can't help myself. Ah, yeah, yeah. I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah. I get it. And over here, uh, riding dirty in the hot seat is Mister Josh. Never catch him. Hello, world. Uh, The anticipation. He said the thing. To he, say that he was swiveling, like swivel hipping oh, yeah. his butt, he like was. a cocker spaniel who, like, grandma just still grinning ear to ear. I yeah. wish, I wish we'd periscoped it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. get the little like, Josh Hello World butt wiggle. Look like Christopher yeah. Waltz and I guess Walton. So Walton, yeah, yeah, Christopher Waltz and that guy's a thing. I have so little in. joy in my life, and in you guys mind. just want to shit all over it. Yep, more or less. <laughs> Yeah. No, man. Ooh, who's doing say your tagline? It's all good, man. Yeah. I only just, do that when you're not here. You still have some joy. People just here. because it That's sucks, the problem. we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Dag. Garrick's all up on you like fans on The Last Jedi. Am I right? Oh. Yeah. Oh. That just Ouch. Oh. Gentlemen. What? Since yeah. it is The Last Jedi spoiler cast and it's time to let it all fly, what the hell did we just watch? Last Jedi. Okay. Yeah, we did. All right. Wrap it up. Cue the music. Yep. The movie. See you later. We're out. <laughs> okay. Oh, we're not really. Everything no. you just said was no. not true. No. Oh. Get up on that mic, boy. Yeah. All right. Three. So how do you want to do this, man? You want... You just want to jump right in, baby, or do you want to give... I think we should do it like a crystal critter runs through a cave. Eh, crystal yeah. critters. Yeah. Through you know what? Holes. If I can't make a hand motion at somebody, if it's going to stop everything, huh? I'm going to stop caring. <laughs> I'm not hand motioning anybody <laughs> anymore. Every time I make a high hand motion, which in a podcast is a clear way of saying, I don't want to interrupt the podcast, but give me your fucking attention. Yeah. And everybody just goes silent and stares at me. Uh, That's pro level uh, shite right there. Welcome. Uh, Later. Good job, ladies and gentlemen. I was staring. I would. Uh, I just didn't have a lot to say. I yeah. was just done. Yeah, that's He's fine. Done. Yeah. See what happens when my attention attracted Josh. Uh, if you can't hear anything, you might want to try to bump your headphones up on the red. Cable. My attention span is pretty short. There. <laughs> no, he's, he's shaking his head. No, he's good. Okay, good, good. Are we all dialed in? Yeah, everybody, we're ready to do this. Right. Uh, <laughs> cue the music. I just all can't right. hear myself. Are we recording? That, that's fine. Right. Hey, everybody. <laughs> My name is The Bracker. We're here to talk about Less Jedi. Fly casual stuff. Woo! I'm, I'm a Jedi. Yeah. Let's get ready to ring. We should do that thing that we do. All right, fast forward. Hey, everybody, it's podcast. Last Jedi, don't be sensitive. Time to go. We're all here. It sounds like we've been drinking. I have. I've barely had anything at all. I'm That's just... the only way I'm coping right now. Oh, no. I just took some oh, Tylenol. No. Does that count? Yes. 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 That counts. Yep. You're, it still does damage to your liver, just like alcohol. Yeah. yeah, just not number two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't yeah. mess with number two. Well, you know that's danger. To do number yeah. two. That danger business. <laughs> Look out over there. for number one, but don't step in number two. That's true. <laughs> uh, speaking of stepping in number two. <laughs> I know we've got fans dialing in, wondering. Look, we've got fans who really loved the movie who are wanting to know how bad are we going to trash on it? All right, 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 right. Let, let's start, let's no, start how bad this way. You guys man. Let's start this way. Do you want to just do a roundtable real quick and get kind of a. A general like rating and where we place it in our list in the in the list of eight oh, man. of yeah, the eight or that. nine are we nine. including Rogue One? Yeah, let's include Rogue One. And the list oh, of man. nine Star Wars movies that have been released to date, yep. other than the Clone Wars movie, which does not no no that does not that count. does not count. No. Oh, there where does Ewoks it fall? Movies. Okay. Ewoks movies. <laughs> no, no Ewoks movies. 
No, just the just <laughs> the the major. Uh, yeah, no caravan of let's courage. Let's start. Let's start there and then ease our way into this. Okay. What do you, what do you think, man? Me? I'm, I'm asking. You guys cool with that? Uh, this is. Let's uh, give our general first impression, then we'll talk positives and negatives. Well, I thought we were that? just going to rank it. Go around the table and rank yeah. it in out of nine major theatrical yes. releases. Right. Where does this fall? Yep. Mm. Number five. Number five. Corey no. Number oh, we're five. counting down five to... Wait, five or six. Number five or six. Okay. For me. Episode five? Let me ask nope. you this. Does it rank higher than Force Awakens or lower than Force Awakens? I can't tell yet. Yeah. 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 That's why it's a five or six. See, yeah. I'm, in, I'm in the exact same spot right now because um, mine are right it's smack dab in the middle. Mm-hmm. My initial reaction walking out of the theater was that I liked it slightly better than Force Awakens, but I'm still processing. Yep. I don't know if it's going to land there or not. Yep. Yeah, what about you, Garrick? Where is it, where does it fall? Yeah, that's about right. Mm. I mean, I, I, I obviously we've all only seen it once. <sighs> that was wonderful. Now yeah, you're welcome. Was awesome. Yeah, thanks for taking that big. It's drink like the Coca-Cola commercial at the beginning of a movie. It just makes you thirsty and enhances thirsty, the experience. Man. Yeah, oh, <laughs> those everything. bubbles. Oh, there it is. <sighs> you got to go open one and pour it. Now. That's true. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I hate to say ditto, but yeah, ditto. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'm we, we still haven't gotten worse than the prequels. And yeah, that's a good thing. No, no, no. yeah, yeah. Okay, no. Petrie. I'm, I'm, I'm falling four or five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Howie, um, this is a five, definitely above Force Awakens. Okay, wow, nice. okay. And uh, I, I'm following the train here, and you know, dude, dude. unfortunately, it might be because I've been hanging out with you guys, and we've been talking about this movie so much that might be kind of. Soiling my vision a little bit, but yeah, I'm, I'm in That's that. What we do. We I'm in that things. five or six range yeah. right now, but we'll so, see. So, Petrie, wow. you being in the four or five range, yeah. uh, what movie's getting bumped down other than the original trilogy? Is it Rogue One? No, Force Awakens. It's Force Awakens. Force Awakens. So that would put it at five. Yeah. What? So is Rogue One better? Well, it's it for me. You, you're asking for my ranking. Yeah. One through nine. Okay, well, we're gonna go Empire. Yeah. Then I think. Oh Rogue wow, we're going. We're going to take the whole ride here. All right, yeah, everybody, we're putting it in cruise control. Kids, get out your Game Boys. Asking for. Okay. No, just where does it fall? And then because you place it differently than the rest, I was asking what fell under it. Because we all were kind of like are in the. It's either above, like right at Force Awakens, somewhere. Oh, in it's there. above Force Awakens. It's above Force Awakens. So that yeah. puts it at five. So if you have it at four, four what four. else falls below it? Uh, you got the OT trilogy and Rogue One. I'm assuming. That's four right there. So which one falls below it if it's going to take the four slot? Maybe, I don't know, maybe Jedi. Really? Oh, maybe. Oh, man. Jedi. Wow. Maybe. It's early. It's Them's, early. Them's fighting words for how Bold words. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love those space bears. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, we're all kind of in the same neighborhood then in terms of where this movie falls. Yeah. Now... It wouldn't sound the same if we'd also just seen Rogue One for the first time yesterday, where at least half of us were all lollipops and rainbows after Rogue One. And then it kind of, you know, it the shiny edges rubbed off and stuff like that. Oh, I don't know. Rogue One is still way up there for me. Mm-hmm. I don't oh, yeah. think I've lost its luster at all. It's but you, Force, you're one, Force Awakens. You're the one who didn't like Rogue One. or No, Rogue One. I'm sorry. I meant Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Okay. Force Awakens now, lost its now, luster. Yes. For me, Correct. honestly, right now where I'm sitting is OT or, you know, original trilogy. Yep. Rogue One. Yep. And then Force Awakens and Last Jedi are somewhere sitting in a neighborhood that is really, really more urban. Yeah. And there's some high crime, uh, <laughs> a, lot of late, a lot of late night police calls. Yeah. They've uh, like closed off a lot of the streets so that right. they can't have high speed chases. It's pretty much 
RoboCop Detroit. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Wow. Well, let's. Um, so it sounds like everybody's pretty much, and and generally from from friends and people that have seen it, things were that's coming in on Twitter. That's where people seem to generally be putting it. It's kind of smack dab in the middle. Yeah. So let's um, let's let's go around the table now. Let's talk about the positives. Let's get the positives out. What do you say? <laughs> I don't, do we want to end on the negatives? Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's I'm sure more, we'll do some sort of apologist lot, nonsense at the end. There's a lot more to talk about. Can on we the do neutral side? after that just to keep the theme <laughs> balanced like in the movie? It certainly we'll do, was we'll a film the, that the, the was good, released. The bad, and then the balance middle. There was a there were uh, end credits. There, there was a text crawl. <laughs> I like right. the Carrie Fisher so everybody, in memoriam. That's thing. a positive now. Text crawls are positive. Right. I mean, everybody had to have a favorite moment. So, Corey, what was yours, man? Oh, man. This was, I put the ice in my mouth. This is revenge for every other podcast. That's right. Yeah, maybe not Swallow ice it. on a podcast. Swallow it. Is the, <laughs> the thing. It's so good, though, Howie. It's so good. Swallow uh, it. Not for the yeah. listeners. Um, Think about the listeners. The highlight for me, one of the biggest highlights for me was No, biggest heard, scene. Favorite scene. Not highlight. Come on, man. What, I'm going to come over the- there. <laughs> was the asteroid chase music playing while Falcon was getting chased by TIE fighters through okay. the uh, caverns? Yeah. When yeah. I heard the asteroid chase theme, I like audibly yelled out in yeah, joy. You, pretty, you did, yeah. yeah. That was a joygasm yep. for you. There yep. was a lot of themes from the old music. And I we talked about this earlier. Mm-hmm. I'm questioning whether John Williams did this film or not. <laughs> like and originally like he just did. kind of did it in did. voice, but if someone else actually did most of the, the work. Conducting and and writing to the fill gap stuff. Because this uh, borrowed more of the old Star Wars oh, stuff yeah. than literally any other oh, movie yeah. has oh, yeah. done. Yeah. And thank God for that. That's what I've been begging yeah. for since episode one. Right. The Leia theme. Oh man. That, yeah. that gets wow. me every time, yeah. especially yeah. now. But mm-hmm. the twin yeah. sons music yeah. there. Oh, yeah. That was at cool. the end. Was, they were generous with that one too. Mm-hmm. Did you guys, yeah, did you, yeah, that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That was Luke seeing a vision. Right? Yeah, no, it was Luke looking at the at the suns at the yeah. end. Yeah, right, but it had to be a vision. Ladies was... and gentlemen, John Williams and the London Symphony Orchestra. <laughs> okay, Chris, take it easy. Yeah. That's, okay, so that's Mr. Green to you, right? So a lot of people don't like this, but um, I'm just gonna say it because it was one of my favorites. Um, seeing Leia during the scene where she was sucked out into space. And I got the first for the first time see Leia use the force in a physical way, mm-hmm. yeah, that was... and and pull herself back to the ship. I know some people thought it looked a little awkward and things like that, but don't I, speak for me. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't say anything some, about you, buddy. He said some people, Corey. <laughs> All right, if I'm you... just saying for me that was a highlight that gave me the the chills. Right, if you want to see Leia as depicted by Michelangelo, Michelangelo on the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel, flying through space, <laughs> as if also you know conjuring up the visions of Sandy Duncan in a green in green tights flying over a stage. There it is. Then sure, that Sandy was awesome. Duncan. Now what I will say is this. Although I feel like that was the dumbest looking thing I've ever seen, I would rather have it than <laughs> wow. not have it because I agree with you. It was so huge to see Leia do something awesome that that was more important than how freaking awkward it looked by it, far. It may have yeah. looked awkward, but the, I liked it too because it, to me it was a little unexpected because everybody's been wondering, okay, how are they going to treat Leia? You know, you know, Carrie Fisher's dead. So how do you treat her in this movie? Answer, none. Yeah. <laughs> well, many well, not none. But Spoilers. At, at that point, you thought, okay, this is how they're going to. This is it. Wow, this is early. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's like, oh wow, they just did it. They early only, and... you know, three or four times. You know, <laughs> they're like, oh, we're we killing Leia right now. Nope, nope, everything's so fine. When, when I saw the finger twitch, I'm like, oh, sweet man. Yeah. So that that was a highlight for me. I know a lot of people that I talked to thought that was kind of dumb, but I'm that. That was the mm-hmm. the feel goods for but me. But then she took the second start of the right and straight on till morning until she was back like in the Peter ship Like Peter Pan. 
Right there it is. I get that reference. Yep. No, yeah, you got it. Yep. I, get, I get all the Peter Pan. Yep. So, and then they had then they had to here. they had to drug her up and <laughs> stick her in the bed, so they gave her a roofie. Oh, oh that's hook though. That's not Peter Pan. Uh, shut up. I'm just saying. Shut up. Your face. Just what about you, Garrick? Highlight. Uh, yeah. Favorite scene. My favorite scene. Probably I've maybe a lot of people's, but uh the scene where uh uh Vice Admiral Haldo puts it the uh Corellian or the, yeah. uh, the 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 uh, trans or yeah. I don't know the ship it was into, our capital cap, ship capital ship yeah thanks it's mm. late and I can't think of words Mon Cal type word. ship yes right. but she puts it into hyperspace and just slams into the uh, first order fleet and mm-hmm. and it's not the scene but the the fact that they use silence to do it like oh that's, that was pretty that's never, that was pretty I think powerful yeah. silence can be very powerful yeah. and in Star yeah. Wars it's always run 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 music 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 run right. run action action. Just to have that, that, I think that's one of the bold risks that Ryan Johnson did that actually paid off, I think, really well. Because mm-hmm. I think it might be might be one of my favorite scenes ever mm-hmm. in Star Wars. That was, huh. that was, was pretty amazing. good. That yeah. was pretty amazing. Yeah. And just sitting in a theater just full of people, and it's just dead silent and no one is saying anything. Because oh, we did. We a, had somebody yell, ha, ha. Uh, there was just some random dude. Huh? Oh, yeah. That was that huh. was you. No, it wasn't Admit it. I mean, Admit there, there were some me. like uh, there was some sudden gasps at the beginning when the silence just first hit, but after that, it was just like like dead. Yeah, silence. it's like because yeah. it started to turn around. Poe gives you that indication that like no, she's not no, running. She's not running, and she's turning around. And and I, you know, my initial thought, oh, she's just gonna ram it. But then I was like, oh, this could be kind of like. Rogue One. And I was thinking and she was going to put like, herself in between them and take the fire. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was right. like, oh, she's going to turn it sideways or whatever. And but yeah, to put that in hyper, I'm like, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> oh she's oh. doing it. <laughs> that was pretty smooth. Yeah. She hit it going yeah. pretty fast. <laughs> you can uh, you can refer to that ship as home one home for one. now. Okay. No one will correct you yet. It's oh, home one. When she I'm out, sorry. Have you met the one. internet? <laughs> that was home seven. Anything yeah. we get wrong, we get called out on with like vitriol. <laughs> yeah. oh, and and okay. thank goodness. Yeah. 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 God bless those people. I love getting called out. It's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Howie, favorite scene? But I'm sitting here trying to think of of one. Say it. Because you had just so Say many. Well, I, you I, know don't, which one. I honestly don't I, know. You liked I, it I, when I, Ray I, was doing the Adams Family theme down in the cave. Honestly, I think it's Yoda and lightning down on a tree. Yep. Oh, that's a good pick. Yep. I don't Yoda know, done but decorated it for Christmas. Yeah. That, see, Yoda, I mean, we having had, Yoda come back and, and do what he did. That, to, to me, that whole scene was. We had loved. we had suspected the whole time that we were going to get a Yoda scene, and it was. I thought it was pretty well done. It was the puppet. Yeah, it was, was a puppet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was also a strong scene for Luke. One yeah. of the stronger yeah. scenes. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, that's where he got set straight. Yep, no. and also where Lu- where Yoda totally pulled the wool over Luke's eyes and was yet in line to him. Totally, but we'll talk yeah. about that yeah right, a little yeah, more we'll later because may there are pot- potentially a lot of viewers who didn't see Catch pick some up things. on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. and I'm not even sure it was intentional because that's how little I trust the uh, filmmakers these days. Petrie, you, Burn. um, my favorite thing I think out of this was the development of Poe as a character. Yeah. yeah oh man, he's he's gone from Agreed. tertiary or scene. just uh, yeah, it's not a scene. That is not a scene. Respect the game. Oh, he's got a point. <laughs> I'll accept it. Oh, no, I don't accept it. Oh, oh fine. Then, then porgs. Then yep. it's Kumite. Chewie's porg eating. Yeah, that's not a scene either. Chewie's porg scene. How is that porg not a scene? Por- you know what? Porgs <laughs> is a species, not a scene. Porgs is multiple you're a species. <laughs> I was oh, pretty. Geez. And we'll get into the critiques, but I was I was <laughs> a little disappointed in ham, how ham visit some of the jokes were, but. 
Chewie, we'll get there. Chewie getting ready to eat the pork. <laughs> that was that was brilliant. <laughs> and that little because thing we all joked about. It. So we all weird. joked about that. <laughs> yeah, it was so weird. It was like, real weird. Each and pork flew mad. off like it was popping up in the air like some weird dark crystal puppet, which is what they were. And <laughs> I it was that so part. weird looking. But <laughs> yes, I also liked it. <laughs> You know, at least it wasn't an awkward joke. It was a scene. It's like, here we are. This is happening. Strap in. We have emotional pork cannibalism yeah. issues, and you're going to have to sit and watch. Are you and calling so, Chewy a pork? I am. He's yeah. one big hairy pork. But yeah. the but but yeah, you had to you had to sit and 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 just get in with it, and that's fine. It's better than an awkward line that just lingers too long. But you know, we're talking about positives. Josh, are we? Uh, this has actually been a really healing moment for me because uh, oh, <laughs> no. I'm going to get some more ice. <laughs> actually, hey, Josh has a talking <laughs> stick. Be quiet. When you ask me to just name a scene that I really like, I realize that there are a lot of moments in this film that I really, really loved. So that's actually helpful for me. Um, I think the scene that I'm going to go with is whenever Luke and Ray are back to back. There are things that I'll critique about that battle. But whenever I finally see them back to back getting ready to be on the same team, I got a lot of chills. Luke, Luke and Ray? Kylo, I'm sorry. <laughs> Kylo and oh, Ray. I was going to say, when did yeah. Luke and I Ray? I took a bathroom break. Wow. I don't remember. I just, yeah. That would have been awesome. <laughs> I just effed up that whole moment. <laughs> you ruined the whole movie for That's me, That's all right. Josh. Your flubbing was really healing Spoilers. for me. <laughs> whenever Kylo and Ray are back to back getting ready to be on the same team and enter that battle, I got crazy chills because that was a huge thing that I wanted to see in this movie. And I, I got really excited that I was going to be able to see, hopefully, the direction that I thought it was going to go. Yeah. And and it, it didn't let down. Like, there was cool teamwork. They were on the same team. Uh, you know, leading up to it, even just, like, them touching fingers and weird oh, stuff like that. Sexy. I dug everything that was them having yeah. a connection. I mean, yeah, the scene between the two reversals, one what undid the other, was pretty great. The, but I that's a the, negative. The whole, right the whole back and forth between yeah. Ray and Kylo. Agreed. That's not was, a scene. Yes. That was. <laughs> yeah, I respect the game. That was. I already get, well, had my turn. Yeah, I'm interjecting like everybody else. Turns. Game over, man. Game over. <laughs> well, there's more positives than I think that was. Scene. I think that was a great part of the Agreed. Story. I mean, their their development as characters in this film was I mean, almost really good. Was, that, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was really good. I, yeah, not, almost. Not quite yeah. where I thought it was going to land. Kylo was amazing. Guys. But all still, our, I love their development. Those, all, our, all our positives still sound negative. Yep. Okay. No, all your That's positives sound fault. negative. No, I can make no. your positives sound pretty negative. I Don't worry I like Poe. <laughs> yeah. It was going in a great direction, wasn't it? With 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 uh, the two of them, <laughs> wasn't still, it? I still it think was, it was yeah. great. There's yeah. still a chance. I, I, you know, no, we're right back at square zero. <laughs> as far so as we're, I'm we're, concerned. We're expressing distaste in the fact that they're... That what that she is supposedly from pauper family. No, that, I'm just talking about the fact that when we're talking about the growth of them as a character, I'm not sure at the end where we are that is different from the beginning. I see we're what not. you're saying. All of the growth that happened throughout was the film, kind of undid. Somebody undone. hit control alt delete at the end. Yeah, task <laughs> oh, manager. I, I don't know that yeah. I agree. With task that. manager right control out of Z. That. Control yeah, no, Z. We, control Z. I don't learned, agree learned, with that. Yeah, I was gonna say we learned stuff about them. Oh, we did. I did not talk about learning anything about them. I'm talking about their growth as characters. They're uh, you know, and I, me too. Yeah. I think I think that well. You're right. I, I, the big I, thing we were being baited with we were, okay. was a non-thing. Okay. And what you're referring <laughs> to was was the rumor that was going around for a while that they were going to team up. Not just team up, but that, that Ray was going to reject Luke and that Kylo was going to reject Snoke. And they were going to actually 
like go off and trudge their own trail. That happened for approximately <laughs> for, two and a half right. minutes. Yes. Right. Well, I was like, right. Right. it's not a rumor. So, it's what <laughs> happened in the movie. I and then it did a full pro, pro what, right. protonic what reversal. What I'm saying is yeah. I was ba- bagging on you and I'm, now I'm backing off that and agreeing. You're right. You're absolutely right. That was the disappointing part of that mm-hmm. because I thought that, you know, traveling that line of gray and, and kind of undoing the force, you know, I mean, because they've done away with I, the Jedi and they've I, done away <laughs> with the Sith. And I'm sorry. I disagree with all of you. You're talking about growth as characters. Here you have a whiny ass little helmet wearing little prick <laughs> coming into his own. I thought you were talking about Ray for a minute. I was I like, she only wore the helmet no, in one no. scene. Now it's like one scene. And she was eating her muffin. But now, okay? he, now all of a sudden he's, really he's taking he's taking leadership, albeit he's you know inexperienced really. But instead of trying to follow Snoke, he's like, I the, I'm leading and this is you know, even Right. Hucks against the wall. Seven to bring a whiny little prick. He, you know, he easily defeated his his mentor, and now is just okay. a super okay, saiyan whiny prick. He you turned know, into a rage monster. He, well, no, he's just super whiny. Every Look time at him I'm trying to oh, say something guys. that I I feel positive about, it's always beat down. Oh, you're right. All right, the rest it's, of it, the rest of it's Howie's opinions on Howie Corey. Corey's allowed <laughs> to have a, a different opinion. <laughs> I agree with Howie, though. I agree with I, Howie. Yeah, that's fine. here you go, Howie. There, that's fine. And we had the same thing with Ray, but in the different direction. She's now instead of being, I don't know. What she's to do, the one. Like, no, I'm, she's a little more resolute. Yeah, they're both. I think they were resolute. both resolute because they basically took their mentors' places. I mean, I guess uh, you know I mean, that that was the unexpected thing for me. But yeah, Kylo's supreme supreme leader now. But back to what you were saying with the books and everything. And Ray, at some point, might find out that she's the only Jedi potentially left, but she doesn't even know that yet. Except yeah, no. she felt him but, go. But, she's, yeah. she's not though. But you've Leia. said no. But you've said <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> basically, we learned that Luke was just going to commit suicide the whole time, and that Ray stole the books, and that she's going to carry on the mantle. Yeah. So, whoa, 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 whoa! How many how many people in the audience do you think realized that the books were stolen? I didn't. You guys until you talk, said it. You want to talk about yeah. this? Let's get it out there. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to save it for later initially, but it's come up twice already. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, on the Millennium Falcon, toward the end of the movie, Finn goes to get a blanket for uh, his new uh, like his Rose. new his new girlfriend, who totally made an inappropriate sexual advance <laughs> on him without asking permission first. <laughs> Me too, it's and uh, or Finn too. And uh, so anyway, he uh, he went to get a blanket out of the drawer, opened up the drawer, and the camera lingered for a moment, and people may not have noticed, oh, guess what? Those are the Jedi texts right there that were in the tree. Remember? Ray stole them, which I pointed out after the movie. So Yoda- Not only did, yeah, not Ray, only steal, did Ray them. steal them, but Yoda was pretty much trying to keep Luke from finding out, because yep. when Luke went to burn them, Yoda just went, nah, psych, tree's on fire, don't go Boom. in, everything's cool. Ha <laughs> <laughs> sucker. Yeah. Fool Yoda you. struck the tree with lightning just as Luke was getting ready to go in and torch the books that weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning Yoda was like, oh, no, 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 son. She nah, told me- me, man, this is me. No, it's good. Hey, let's go out. Let's get some bruised, right? You don't even want to go in there. Like, there's nothing in there. You know what I'm saying? Do you remember the quote that Yoda said after that? No. He's like, it's she already has everything that she needs to be a Jedi. Yeah, it's, it's all, right it's all, on it's, and right. yeah. And in that moment, you're like, oh yeah, it's all within her. So, he was, he was, was like, he wasn't she, being metaphorical. He was being literal. So <laughs> since our hero Luke Skywalker committed force suicide at the end of the film, are we to believe that as soon as he crossed over, he knew what really would happen? He's like, what the hell, Yoda? And Yoda just laughed. <laughs> <laughs> Fooled you, sucker! I did. 
Which force ghost do you think he'll be? Uh, old, old Luke or young Luke? Um, fetus Luke. Or middle-aged fetus Luke. Luke. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. Those yeah. were good times. <laughs> maybe, maybe they can bring back CGI Jake Lloyd and... Oh, wait, no, that's Anakin. Yeah, <laughs> they still can. De-aging throughout <laughs> yes. uh, the uh, yeah, lifespan in the, the Force. Yeah, so that, I think, is a bigger implication that I, I've said, I'm not even confident that the filmmakers know what they did, which is by having Yoda strike the tree and catch it on fire before Luke can go in, that Yoda, in a way, it seems pretty clear that if you notice the both of those things, that the books were already stolen that Yoda is trying to keep Luke from finding out that she stole the books. Like, it seems like Yoda was totally like, oh, no, don't go in there, son. <laughs> yeah, it does. It really does. And I don't know that the filmmakers filmmakers even know that they communicate. I don't know. That. It could be part of the story. It could be. Maybe just like everything well, else in these two movies have had such complex twists and turns. Right. Which kind of gets into the, some of the critiques now. And, uh, I mean, to me, it was disappointing to, after seeing this movie now, to really realize the lack of continuity among everything, we were starting yep. to see this. So I was turning to in you the, in during the movie and like, like going, like making the what the hell hand signal, and you literally were going the I don't f it no hand yeah, signal right, right back. Yeah. Right, you know, we we kind of got hints of this with the, with the new <laughs> canon and stuff because we were just like, man, some of this just really isn't for. For Disney and them supposedly having people in charge of continuity yeah. and all this stuff. We're going like, to do it better this time. <laughs> it really wasn't matching up. And now after seeing F8, I'm like, wow. They, you don't, know, they the, don't know All what these supposed doing. meetings between JJ and Nobody, Ryan and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no. If uh -uh. anybody actually knows what the hell's going on, they don't have no. any teeth. They don't have any authority because it seems like nobody knows what the hell's going I on. I mean, I would well, say it seemed like more than half of this movie was Ryan Johnson undoing what JJ had done mm -hmm. in The Force Awakens. Which is what we're hearing. And, and some, can I add quite to a that? Bit of sentiment. He was undoing what JJ had done, but also forgetting what he had already done. Yeah. Explain, though. Explain. Um, for example. For example. Porgs. Porgs. I mean, the easy one's what we were talking about earlier, right? With the Knights of Ren and the whole dream sequence. Yeah, that's about one. Burning down the temple. Right. I mean, that's I an still, easy one. Yeah, right? I still don't. I don't know um, that I, I buy that because <laughs> it, it, Knights of Ren was never officially a thing. Okay, well, let's oh, get it man, out. Let's it get it dropping. out there. Well, and, and so people know what we're talking about. I had another example. Okay, well, go ahead. No, Before yeah, go I forget. Ahead. When. when Luke goes to train Ray, and he's like, okay, well, you're going to get three lessons. It's a weird number. I thought his training was a lot longer on Dagobah. Everything but, but comes in threes. But she gets three. So. Yeah. It's magic number. Lesson one, it didn't go well. Yep. And he's like, man. Oh, I know better to be afraid now. Yeah. I was totally not afraid enough. And now, no, I'm storming out. That place is pure dag nasty dark side, and, and it showed you what you wanted, and you went straight there. And I'm a furred. And of your you. power is all scary, and I'm not going to be any part of this, Dewey. I like, I like when he slapped right. her with that leaf. So that we're funny. I'm Luke, and I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Okay, lesson two. I'm going to dip my balls in it. Yeah, that was lesson two. Yeah, <laughs> literally, like woke up the next part. day and goes, ah, what's yesterday? Today's right. a bright new day. Let's get back to that thing I said. Yeah, yeah. It was one of those things where he kind of set it up, then made this big impactual thing that apparently meant nothing five minutes later. Right. I, I agree. So there was there were those problems like the story took kept taking turns and then like it would make a U-turn and then another U-turn. Yeah. And that's the same thing we said with Kylo and Ray. They get there. Hey, oh, now we're pals now. Oh, but now we're not again. <laughs> Run away. Right. Like there was a lot of that. It wasn't just yeah. a right turn. It was a complete turnaround and then a complete turnaround again. 
like a 180 and a 180 and going back the same direction. You're like, what was the point? Why did we do that? But to Mike's point, yeah, all the stuff from The Force Awakens, the biggest questions that uh, the, the fans were going in with, you know, uh, popularly were who is Snoke and who is who are Ray's parents. Right. And the movie literally said Snoke is meat chunks and Ray's parents don't matter. So go F yourselves. Yeah. Right. Very yeah. clearly. Very clearly said, go F yourself. The stuff you're hung up on doesn't matter, which feels like Ryan Johnson going, why are you so obsessed with the crap from that first film? But yeah, it kind of does. I, it, I don't know. I'm now now. JJ could go back in nine and revisit all that stuff, and, which is going to be real yeah. great. Doing another about, phase. yeah, I know that's right. I, I got I whiplash already. I agree. <laughs> got whiplash. Well, that's but, that's another issue I had. Is those words were said. Your parents were poppers. They sold you for booze money. They did, and, and, and immediately great. is everybody's like, "Well, it's Kylo Ren. He could be lying." Well, that, yeah, we've had so much depth. It doesn't matter about the lying. They spent a big chunk of that movie with subtext between the force connection between him and Ray mm-hmm. and Luke and Leia, the sibling force connection. Mm. I I believe they're, that Kylo and Ray are absolutely siblings. No, yeah, you're still well, there. Yeah, I'm I still mean, there. So you don't yeah. believe Snoke when First Snoke of all, said that he was the one responsible for no. creating a link between I, Ray who, and, who and Kylo? Snoke? Was Don't that know. a character? Chunks, but... Is that yeah, a character that matters? That's uh, Snoke not. M. Chunks. Yeah. Snokeito. The thing is, you can't, you, can't, you can't believe anything Kylo says and tells Rey. That's true. You can't believe it. Well, that wasn't Kylo that said it. it I'm was talking about his Snoke. parents, which oh, is what parents. we had just yeah, said. Yeah, right. I mean, right. No, yeah, I mean, that's that's still possible. But, Nosotros yeah. llamos noquitos. Yeah. But look, the Skywalkers are all dead now. They've been made to not matter. Luke was, at, at the end of the movie, was just, was just an old Everybody forgot that Leia that lived through this. No, I, no. I remember, but she's not going to be in the next movie, right? You don't know that. We do. They said that she's not going to be in the next movie, and she's not going to, you know, they're not going to CGI they do everything her and all that say. stuff. <laughs> I'm just telling you what's out there, man. There, you guys can speculate all you want. I'm just telling you. They also said we're she's not solo be, in May. She's oh, not wait. heavily going to be in the movie. She just can't be. They're, so they're they're yeah. Basically, we have no closure on Leia. Uh, hopefully, we'll get closure on Luke. We don't have it right now. I mean, I just at this point, I'm I'm so aggravated. Right. Like, uh, let me let me be very clear. I enjoyed watching the movie, and I'll enjoy watching more. It was so frenetic that there's going to be things I didn't even notice that I watch. And notice the next few times, and I look forward to that because The Force Awakens was pretty much a limping to the end. (laughs) And even though I liked it, every subsequent viewing it got worse and worse because there was nothing more for the film to offer me because it was so paint by numbers. This film was all over the freaking place. So I look forward to discovering more things about it and stuff like that. But overall, right now, I'm just very pouty about the fact that as an audience, I feel like I've, as a faithful audience and a faithful fan, I feel like I've been kind of, I'm in an abusive relationship where the people creating this stuff don't give a flying fudge no. about uh-uh. what I want to see. Other than the fact that, yeah, okay, we got to see, we got to see Leia float like bippity-boppity-boo style back into the ship from space and a couple things like that and a couple moments of the movie that were fun. The the big important thing, important quote, end quote, uh, things are just not important to them. And they think that I'm stupid okay. for wanting to see them because the movie pretty much said it. I'll give you that. And we I can, don't like that relationship. We can turn to the lighter side of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It was. Porgtastic. No, my second favorite scene with Poe, his crank call at the beginning. I didn't. Uh, I didn't. That was too much. Okay. Too. Well, this. this okay. It. So this touches on one of my biggest critiques in the film. 
I feel like this film was just way too, and this was so unexpected for me because I thought we were going to get yeah. a, a more serious tone with yeah. Ryan Johnson and his jokes were, I thought Force Awakens was ham-fisted. Oh my gosh. This is ham-fisted times two, three, ten. I don't know. This movie leaned on the joke so hard. Like we were saying earlier, it it tells a joke like, wipe that smug look off your face, 3PO, and now point the camera at 3PO and let it sit there for 15 or 20 seconds while everybody realizes, oh wait, he's a droid. He can't have looks on his face. I'm in on it now. I'm in on it now. Oh, you movie. It's like everything is like the Big Bang Theory. They might as well. They have time after every joke to throw in a sweetened laugh track. It's just we sit there and sit there. There's no there's no love for like quick witted timing and jumping to the next thing The the racing from moment to moment. And I don't know, I'm going to get in too deep and I'm going to blow. I'm going to shoot my wad early here. But there's something about humor and dialogue. What we used to do is we used to have characters talking while they were doing something. Characters yeah. used to talk while they were refueling an X-Wing or loading right. up their money. Right. They used to talk while they were digging through droid parts. They used to talk while they were touring a facility. Now they just sit and stand and talk to each other. Entire right. dialogue. It's a horrible writing and but, worse direction. Except Poe, who... He, Oster, <laughs> Oscar Isaacs actually manages to make himself look busy even when he's not. Well, he, he made <laughs> a great call That's on a good an attack run. Well, yeah, the act- <laughs> Yeah, the she's doing stuff. The crank call was a little too earthly for my taste. I know, but much like his opening line, because I'm like, oh, we did the same thing in Force Awakens with the I don't know who talks first. You talk first. I talk first. I like that, that was funny. I laughed, I but I didn't like. I I laughed when he did it, but I wasn't sure even then that I felt it was appropriate. And this time I knew it wasn't because it was found like he was trying to call Jake from State Farm. Yeah, I'm holding for Snow, or I'm holding for General Hunks. Yeah, still holding for him. Uh, yeah, can we pass it through, please? I'm going to tell home. Yeah. No, I'm having a problem, a problem with my Dell Latitude 1138. <laughs> here's uh, here's the thing, man. I felt like even even Empire Strikes Back or even Rogue One for that matter. Mm-hmm. Both of those movies took themselves serious, uh had, you know, really really good plot whatnot, and they both had humor in them, but the humor was appropriate to the seriousness of the movies. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I still found Rogue One funny and I still found Empire funny, but yep. not not ham fistedly so. No, and not lingering. Yeah, lingering on the jokes. It's kind of like in those movies, if they were going to have Luke Skywalker milk a big fat beach creature nipple for milk, oh. he wouldn't then pour okay. it down his gullet and all over his beard and go <laughs> at another character to really make sure it was nice and visceral. They'd have probably just moved the f on. Yeah. Okay. Right. I was. Uh, when I saw that, I was a little shocked. I'm milking a big <laughs> booby. You like this big monster booby? I'm milking it. I don't like you. Get off my island. I mean, we've, we've talked about this. I mean, essentially what he was going for. Oh, yeah, we've for, talked about this scene in particular quite a bit. As yeah, a we have. yeah, we have. But we, we, I mean, we talked about what Ryan Johnson was attempting to do there. He yep. was attempting to make Luke into what Yoda, Yoda was at the, be, you know, toward the beginning of Empire. Yoda was eccentric. He was an eccentric yes. little creature. Luke was a downright curmudgeon, angry old yeah, like right, asshole. Right. Yeah. And there was the thing with Yoda is Which we came I, to that realization. That, we came to that realization with Yoda that you know when he you know when he broke character and was like I can't teach him, and then he turned into the the Jedi master that you knew that he was. We mm. never had that moment with Luke in this movie. No. And that's the other thing. It may have been intentional, Howie. It may have been absolutely intentional. And in the opinion of, I don't know, me, it was a piss poor decision. It was rough. 
It was. I'm not saying it was. It, it again. It could have been all tempered. of these. These are all of these. It's exactly right. All it has to go through is a filtration system. Yep. The exact same thing. Every joke. Every every corny thing. Every overstated scene. Every really. He's milking a four boobed crotch creature. Okay. All of that would have been fine if it had just gone through a filter of self control. Dial it back in. Yeah. You don't have to beat everybody over the face with everything. I think that this this movie in particular, for me, you know, I talked about, you know, I, I'm still trying to determine if this beats Force Awakens or doesn't be, beat Force Awakens in my lineup here. But had the 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 humor been toned down, it would have absolutely been above Force Awakens, no question. Yeah, probably. It was just, it was just a little too. Just I was like, oh, some really? of it was for me. I think less than you guys, but. I, I agree. Yeah, so this is some of the, a lot of the stuff with Luke overboard. There's a lot of other I, stuff. For me, was it was overboard. every time any any two any two uh, how about any two characters spoke yeah. to each other. It was a UC Timmy moment. They might as well be sitting down on Danny Tanner's couch with some music playing in the background. There was literally <laughs> nothing else going on but them talking. About- here's here's some noticeable different noticeable exceptions. Benicio del Toro was never in the moment. Oh, Not no. once. And his performance was the highlight of the entire thing that involved him because it served no purpose. But his performance was the highlight of it. Yeah. His ability to actually appear like his mind was elsewhere actually gave some brevity to the actions that he was taking. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, I and if some and I don't know that we have enough mature actors on set to actually try to make that call in this giant franchise. They're just doing what they're told. Right. And, uh, you know, every time Carrie Fisher talks to Poe, it's a face to face. And we're gesturing with our chins because we're not actually doing anything. You know, <laughs> I mean, what happened to like Leia following Han around the Falcon while he's trying to work on it and yelling at yeah. him? Some of the best scenes in the history of freaking cinema. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And then him like finally coming in and trying to actually be nice and appeal to her when she's working on something else. Right. Because somebody had the mindset, whether it be when the script was written or when Irving Kirshner is sitting there planning out the scenes to say these two are bad for each other. And that's why it's important that we root for them. What and right. And so we're going to have them keep each one of them. Every time they try, they're going to do it wrong. They're going to do it wrong. They're going to be interrupting the other person. They're going to be making a dire situation worse by yapping up something that doesn't help what's currently going on. You know, Lando yelling, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. You know, while also running back to do something else, there was action and movement. There was, dare I say, faster more, More intense. intense. <laughs> and that is something that The Force Awakens had a little bit of. And this movie had almost none of. Okay, I'll give you that. What'd you think of uh, old uh, Hux's one-liner towards uh, the end there? I don't know. I I stopped listening what to the... one-liner? I, I stopped when, uh, listening to the Ginger Prince. <laughs> it's when uh, the uh, it's when Kylo ordered the uh, at gorilla ats to uh, <laughs> open fire on Luke. And he let it go entirely too long and right. Hux looks at him and he's the, like do you think you got him you got him I was I was kind of proud of him actually a <laughs> little bit force pushed him into a wall yeah first trouble yeah he got force pushed into a wall that was funny but yeah I, I mean I agree the the ham-fisted was there was quite it was just a way bit. it was too over the top for me I just that's the only thing I mean, if if you ask me what the you know the one thing I would have changed about the film, that would be it. Just dial that back a little bit, and I think I would have been a lot more, I don't know, happy with my initial viewing. I guess. Yeah, I, I so think a, a lot of people soured at that initial scene with Poe and the crank call. Yeah. I loved it because Poe. 
because yeah. it gave a lot more depth to who he is as a character. And it's it wasn't just he's just a well, and it's he's just a cocky flyboy. I mean, Which is what Laura Dern's character and Leia both said they loved about him, I could, but I also even, hated. I can even swallow that, but still, it still could have been dialed back just a little bit. He only had to do it like like once, but he made a, I he, think they lingered just about 30 seconds too long on that joke. He made a your mom joke. <laughs> canon. Yeah. Canon. <laughs> yeah. Canon. canon. Mom your mom jokes canon. are now Star Wars canon. I'm, I'm the happiest we, I've officially. ever been right now. We have yeah. a lot of nit picky stuff to complain about here, but we should backtrack a little bit because earlier, Mike, you were going to talk about the whole Knights of Ren thing. Okay. Oh, that's right. So we, the, the, Knights, the Knights of Ren thing, um, which was different than what you were talking about, so I apologize. Right. Basically, uh, what that, in in my mind, does is it's it's an example of Ryan Johnson deconstructing what J.J. had done in his movie. Okay, so now here's here's the, the, the two things that, at least from my perspective, I know how he disagrees, but are different. So in the force awakens, Ray has her force dream and she sees Kylo Ren and the Knights of Ren masked up already dark. And we see them burning, you know, what we've now known is, you know, a Jedi temple that Luke had established. And we see Luke and he puts his hand on R2 and, and all that stuff. And, you know, it, it was in my mind, pretty clear that, you know, um, Ray, uh, that Ren, you know, had, you know, turned to the dark side and, and created this, these Knights of Ren and they came back and they destroyed the temple. Okay. Now fast forward to, you know, uh, to last Jedi and the way it was depicted in last Jedi was that, you know, Luke comes into, um, comes into Kylo's, uh, dormitory and basically I feel the dark side in him. So I'm going to ignite my lightsaber and, and for a second, I think I'm going to kill my nephew, which is, we can talk about that too. And then Kylo wakes up and defends himself and then runs out. You know, he thinks Luke is either killed or knocked out and he goes out and he burns down the temple. Okay. So to me, those are two very different things. And uh, that, to me, that was an example of, again, Ryan Johnson deconstructing what, you know, JJ Abrams had done in a very distinct way. Now I call it a retcon. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, the the deconstruct stuff is like throw the lightsaber over the shoulder, not yeah, answer the questions. Right. That that's a straight up wreck. Yeah, what he did was a, re, a revisionist history. Yeah, well, well I, you, I, with that again, I I I don't know that I agree with that because one, the Knights of Ren were never officially a thing. That was never said in the Force Awakens. It's in it's the Visual enough. Dictionary. It it's I mean, it's definitely okay. part of the. And Snoke said it at one point. Yeah, Snoke. Snoke did All refer right. to it. Even in then, Force Awakens. Even then, Luke, Luke came in. He said he or had already turned dark in the Last Jedi, and he had a moment of weakness to want to kill him because he had already turned. That was the reason he decided to do that. There's that. Now, but- well, hold on. Let me finish. Now he decided to do that and thought better of it, right? But then the whole thing unfolds with Kylo feeling like, Oh, I need to defend myself. And then in the, uh, the last Jedi, they said, he said he gathered his friends, slaughtered the rest of the, the ones there and burned everything down. Okay. So, but did he do that at the moment that Luke attacked him or did he go away that, and then that's come back a at a later time? Because that, was, that they, was never said in, in the last well, Jedi. They, they never they talked de- about they it. They depicted it as, a conse- uh, like consecutive well events. the way i took it was he had already been turning dark something was already turning him dark okay, and well, he could have okay howie so what I, he was I, dark- wait, hold on i'm gonna i'm gonna get a word in i've been pretty quiet because i was out of the room uh <laughs> howie 
I agree awesome. with what you say in the fence that what in in the sense that what you're saying is exactly what the last Jedi told you. It's exactly what it implied. It's exactly what it showed you. But what Mike is saying is that it, and I'm not saying you don't understand this, but I'm just saying it aloud. Mike is saying that it seems to run in conflict with what was shown through the visions in the in the Force Awakens. I agree with Mike, even though the visions were visions and they were weird. It seemed to show something specific in that regard that was definitely and is now definitely not the case. And it's a curveball. Whether or not it was intentional, whether or not it was like totally an, un, an intentional undoing of something or just they really felt they were just specifying in a, in a more in, unique yeah. way. It's still for a lot of the viewers, such as Mike, and in a lot of ways myself, a curveball that seems maybe... Could have been handled better and maybe because if you, the more people, and, the more people you alienate with something and draw them out. To me, that's a mistake. Maybe I need to go back and watch this, but I didn't not once think that it was in conflict. I thought the way it was depicted was he had already established this. It was already being established, and when he saw Luke trying to mark him down, you know, strike him down. Then that's when he took action. Yeah, I didn't. So, I didn't well, get that. Okay, so there's so, a, there's definitely some confusion well, there. And, and so so uh, do like you I said, think? Yeah. Go, back, so, go back and rewatch it. Yeah. So Kylo Ren, Ben, whatever, had already constructed his mask, and they already had their 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 ro- black robes and all that. They stuff never said that. They, did, they never said it didn't happen that in the last show. How about? I, I still disagree. To me, to me, this like is this is this. How is it a stretch when I'm trying to explain? Trying to explain. This, to me, this is the same thing as in Return of the Jedi, Leia is saying that she has memories of her mother, and then in Return of the yeah. Revenge of the Sith, we see that Leia she was, an was an infant that was just born. Yeah. To me, those are it's the exact same thing. That's that's what we saw with the two different <laughs> versions of that that story. Yeah. How about this? I can I can I, let me take a crack at Rick. Wait 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 wait. Are you, what you're going to say is it offensive enough to somebody that we can yell at you about it? Probably. You can right. twist good, it. That good, way. Good, go. good 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 good. Okay. Good. Yeah. Buckle hit up. It, hit it. The Force showed Rey the vision of Kylo Ren destroying the Jedi Temple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I had a she, feeling this was coming. Okay, she got Luke's version and she got Kylo's version. Yeah. Neither of which had a mask. She didn't know who Kylo Ren was other than with the mask at that point when the Force showed so her the vision. So that's how the Force showed it to that's her. That's how the Force chose to show it to her could so be. she could put it in context. Could be. Had she seen Kylo Ren at that point, though? She'd never seen Kylo Ren at that point. No, she hadn't. But nope. Uh, to me, that when, when you have to get that deep into explaining how something happened, you've, there's there's you've a, there's, there's a, a creational mistake. Right. It doesn't mean that it can't be logically acceptable. Yes, agreed. It doesn't mean that the canon can't be shaped in a way that you can accept it as both head and real canon. Right. It just means that there's enough that just potentially doesn't work. Okay. How about this? Well, you can make it work by you know simplify it further. Right. Right. Ray was shown. Three versions of the same story. Yeah. Three sides of a same story. Mm-hmm. So trying to get hung up on, did he have a mask? Did he not have a mask? Did he already have his friends or order form? Did he not? We're getting really head y at this point. Yeah. I think the simple fact is the movie showed us something and the next movie showed us something else. Right. Okay. It's that now, simple. whether or not those two something difference can work together, right. we have not been shown evidence of that either. Well. And yeah, and if we don't get a clarification in Ep Nine, we're just gonna have to retcon it. Yep. That's what the we assumption do in our is <laughs> some, the assumption is you're gonna headcanon it because the creators don't care enough for you to actually have it. Right. Okay. You know. So whatever. Yeah. 
I feel like a head candidate for myself right there. That what you were saying was like the only thing I was grappling with in my head was that it was part of the vision. So who knows? Force visions, that's craziness, right? Right. Anything anything's up in a force vision. So I'm just I was kind of that's where I've kind of taken myself mentally is just eh, you know, is a thing. Right. Okay, so I got a Also, gotta, by the way, you got flashbacks in Star Wars. You're welcome, Mike. This movie had flashbacks. Did we have flashbacks? What, we what do you? What were we talking about? We had the story oh, yeah, told by right. two different characters. Yes, right. Okay. All right. It's yeah. now official. You can have flashbacks in Star Wars. And yes, it was a little awkward. Not horribly so, but a little awkward. Yeah, Luke looked just a little bit like... Yeah, I'm not sure that they needed to make Luke look 10 years younger or whatever. I don't know that they succeeded at making no, Luke they look didn't. 10 years younger. I mean, younger. it looked like they just put some brown dye in his hair. Yeah, and, and cut it. And that's about <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah. It was like, ah, okay. no, it's fine, he whatever. A, he looked a little crazier. He did, somehow. Younger Luke looked crazier than older Luke. Well, well in the one vision, he did. Yeah. Yeah, in, in, in Kylo's, Kylo's version of it, yeah, Which he is, did. But that, to me, absolutely makes sense. I'll right. give you that. Because that's his impression. Yeah, sure. My yeah. uncle's trying to kill me. He's crazy. But in the, in, the, in Luke's vision, or, he just looks sad. He, he's yeah, almost Wait, ready yeah. to cry because he, it was, All right. I can't believe I was making this This, this brings us into, we got to talk about Luke in this movie. Who? Uh, Luke. Oh. Was he in there? <laughs> What's up, <laughs> green milk? <laughs> okay, so... Luke, I've said this many times, is my boyhood hero, man. That's that Luke is the the hero I grew up on. Okay, that's the like suckling that? sound. You like that? <laughs> that's so you when you I were wanted, little. <laughs> all I wanted was one movie where I could see Luke unleashing the Force and just 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 give me one scene. So he, he did, and then went fooled you. Yeah, not really there. Yeah. Wasn't really happening. So yes, that was. Okay, I the the fact that he was projecting through space and time, cool as hell. I not love that. time, just space. Okay, he's not Doctor Who. Well, it would okay. be time. It would be time if you're traveling through space. But he's yeah. not. He's projecting. Through okay, space. whatever. Not, the force not, is what okay, binds we, all things. We don't together. need to. Get, space we don't and need time to get are linked, though. I wasn't laughing at what you were saying. I was. Uh, I was laughing at. <laughs> my thought back to when Mike's we were, banging his head on the microphone. When we saw this okay. movie. Back to Luke. Right. That's what <laughs> Luke, I'm talking about. Luke, I wanted him to be able to have one super kick butt. Back to what he was saying. The fact that he projected himself, cool. What I wanted, though, is that scene where he went out and faced, you know, the walkers and all that stuff it, that, to be him and faced, you know, um, Kylo Ren. I wanted it to be him. I didn't want him to be his force projector. In the movies, projection. in the movies, Jedi fight two things in Starfighters and other Jedi. <laughs> There you go. And ATA and and some robots. Yeah. Cut yeah. it open and threw a grenade. Dude, I'm just saying that scene could yeah, have been so much that. more problem. Because think about it, everything he about that scene yet. was not oh. was not real. Even the fact when he when he met up with Leia, yep. I mean, what that wasn't real either. Yep. And but the they f- all thought it was real. I mean, even to the physical. I, I'm oh just yeah. Oh yeah. He projected the physical. That it was. Yeah. He I know was fi- the, the gold dice and everything. Which I'm sorry, I thought was dumb. Yeah, the fact that they had to make the gold dice fade afterward. Yeah, dumb. I mean, think about that. Think about that for a second. Let's say Luke just showed up, showed up, and handed her the gold dice before he offed himself, and she's like, "Oh, it was so special that he brought it to me," and then it fades, <laughs> and she's like, "Well, son of a." 
Yeah, Damn it. Right. Luke. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> he just shows up and, so, and once again fades away. Fooled you. At that point, she could just go walk into the Falcon and get the real ones. Yeah. Then I guess. Yes. Unless he really No, because he no, did he take them. them. He them. Oh, did he? He okay. did take them, but he also still had them, apparently. <laughs> uh, is there a reason why he couldn't leave that planet? Did I miss something? I, I mean, did some yeah, his his well, X Wing was it. underwater. Well, he, was he said it at the beginning. He yeah. was never gonna leave that planet. Yeah, he because he he was in self exile Exile and yeah. he he was not going to do it. He did not lie. Mm-hmm. He didn't leave the planet. Yeah, he yeah. said, "I'm never going to leave it." I want to see the um, comic where the fish face women trying to figure out what to do with the dice. Yeah, they're just, just sitting oh, there. With the, the turtle, the turtle nuns. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the the chicks from the dark crystal. Yeah, the dark crystal turtle yeah. nuns. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're going to find the the gold dice and be like, "What the hell is this?" this and they're just going to pitch yeah. them over their shoulder where the Could lightsaber was done completely without those. Oh, I don't know. That was the least offensive, or one of the least. I would say, yeah. I would say one of the lesser offensive things. I I didn't find them offensive at all. I just thought they were there. I I didn't didn't find them offensive. I didn't think of bad or good. I just, yeah. No, I, I I thought it was perfectly reasonable. I hated all the foul language. There was, uh, you know, natives Uh, there that had, you know, that were taking care of the. Of the grounds on that's fine. But they were, they were only, almost murder. They were only used in scenes of comedic relief. Though. That's the other problem. Is that if, we, if we had seen Agreed. them in a yeah. in a meaningful like they're doing some sort of ceremony Ugnots. that they do, mm-hmm. or yeah. showing, showing some sort of the religion that has brought them to yeah. have this important role. The Ugnots were there for uh for like a purpose. More yeah. th- right. they weren't there for more than just a scene. In fact, they were kind of scary in a couple scenes. Yeah, right. Yeah, but you're right. They just turned up to be punchlines. Right. So, yeah. so I don't have any respect for them. Nope. But yet, if I think about what they are, this group of nuns that have devoted themselves to the task over who knows how many centuries or whatever, mm-hmm. it yeah. takes on a level of gravitas. And I'm like, oh, wow. Oh, for me, it takes on a level of, oh, whatever. Yeah. It goes from, uh, to, uh, okay. <laughs> but to touch on what you were saying, Mike, when I was in the movie and I realized that that wasn't Luke. I leaned over and touched Corey's shoulder and I said, you had better get ready to hold Mike's hand. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Cause well, you know it when he started walking out the front doors, I'm like, Oh, here it comes. Yep. It's on. Thank you. Yeah. Jesus. Like yeah. You, Mike Jesus. was reaching a status of Zen. <laughs> that was like nothing I'd ever seen. He was, in fact, he was sitting Indian style and hovering above his chair. Yeah. Almost <laughs> like, and just spewing green milk from his nipples. At a geysoric rate. Yes, I made that word up just Geysoric. to describe Mike's go. green yeah. milk nipple stir- yeah. squirting. Right. But like he was so happy. And then it happened and he was like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's, I don't no? like this. No. So nothing Wait, that just no? happened was real. No? Okay. Well. He was flexible in his force. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I will have to admit, I would have preferred him to just wave his hands and flatten all those. I would have liked to have See, been that's something I, like that. I, I, I would it could have been, that, man. It could have been that But I moment. wasn't disappointed that it, I mean, I, I, okay, yeah, I would have rather have seen that, but I don't think it made it, made Luke any less. No, what made Luke less was suicide. See, I was, I was accepting it until, until he disappeared. I was like, no, they didn't just do that. No, it's uh, symbolism though. But here's the question, Mike. Maybe the gold dice like became he, one with I the force. I felt like he gave his... He knew he had to give of himself in this way to save these people. And before he offed himself. One last good deed before he swallows a force bullet. Well, I think he he gave everything of his life, his essence or whatever, in doing what he did. He Anakin'd it from the Yuzen Vong series. I'm sorry. Oh, young Anakin. 
Huh? You meant young Anakin. Yeah. 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 Mike, here's the question though. So Howie that, must not have read that one. Nope. Your your boyhood hero. <laughs> good good for Howie. It, it was disappointing <laughs> to you that you didn't get to see him kick ass. Right. But that wasn't the most disappointing part of this no. portrayal of Luke for you, was it? No. I mean, well, the, the, the crazy old man stuff was was kind of goofy. And then just the fact that we come to find out that he was suicidal because now there's talk about, you know, we talked about what I thought was one of the 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 sticks to JJ. <laughs> was at the very beginning of the film when Ray meets him, he's in his dress robes and whatnot. And then literally immediately after he meets Ray and throws the lightsaber down, he goes and changes. Into a different outfit. Yes, into a different outfit. Now, I took that as a snub to JJ, and I'm going to dress him however the heck I want. Mm -hmm. But... Corey pointed no, Garrett, out that Garrett, oh Garrett, Garrett gets the credit. This is, yeah, I get credit. Hey, <laughs> so this is me. this is floating around the internet now, right? That that was done because yeah, why? Well, there's a the graphic novels out or visual dictionary, dictionary. Visual, visual dictionary, dictionary yeah. and his robes that he was wearing is described as the robes that a Jedi would wear at a last rite, like the final uh, rite of a Jedi. So literally, what that's indicating then it would be that when Ray arrived and met him. He was literally in the process of jumping off himself. a cliff. Yes, <laughs> maybe <laughs> that's the assumption anyway. And, and then maybe. he's wearing it at the end, so it's confirmed. So I, I, I mean, I don't know. I suppose you could argue that you know he had such guilt over attacking his nephew, which is we need to get back to that too. Yeah. And um, you know his failure at, at restarting the Jedi and all that stuff, and even to the point that Yoda was like, "Yeah, you're not worthy enough," and. I'm going to not let you know that Ray took the books and all that stuff. His loss of faith in the entire Jedi right. thing that he had given That's just, to. that's so antithetical to what, you know, Luke in my mind ended up being, you know, and he wasn't that way in Legends. In many ways no. in, in the Legends, he was disappointing. Yeah, he dragged his feet a lot. He was kind of like a worried pacifist. All the, He was, a, he was right. afraid to take but, action. But you know what? He was what? a whiny but, farm boy. But whenever he needed to, he always did. Yeah. Yeah, when, so, when, when it became clear, dude stepped up. <laughs> so instead, it's now canon that your boyhood hero is a homicidal slash suicidal crybaby. I, yeah, that, Nef, that's, ne- almost nephew that's killer. That's hard to slash, swallow, man. Slash yeah. creepy uncle. Yeah. yeah. Slash hard to swallow. Uncle. And let's yeah. get back. Let's get back to the to the. That's what you know, when you get old. Drawing your 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 your, <laughs> your lightsaber against your nephew. You know, again, we did see two different depictions of that. We heard Luke's version of the story, and we heard Kylo's version of the story. Of course, Kylo's is a little more you know, dark and, you know, mm-hmm. you know, I had no choice, that kind of thing. You know, Luke's is maybe not is less so, but, you know, when Luke comes in and describes it and, you know, at first I thought he was just going to say, yeah, it, it flickered in my mind. And he even, I think he even said those words that it, for just a moment, it flickered in my mind, but then I quelled it and, you know, that was it. But they still showed him pull the lightsaber and ignite it. I know. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, yeah. They I mean, to me, dark. it would have been more powerful to say that in Kylo's mind, he saw him ignite the lightsaber. In Luke's mind, he maybe it was did. a flickering thought, but he never ignited a lightsaber. To me, that's more, yeah. that would have been more powerful. Yeah. But even in Luke's <laughs> mind, if he pulls the, the lightsaber and ignites it, I'm like, no, yeah. not Luke. That's yeah, no, not he Luke. straight up did that. Yeah, once you turn the safety off the pistol, you're still kind of a bad guy. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just a moment of weakness. Well, and what were we talking about earlier? I mean, homicidal against his own father, he, he against his father. His he wouldn't do it to his dad, but he was who had, do it to his who nephew. had already slaughtered millions. Yeah, right. And right. he barely knew. Yeah, and, right. Yeah, and, and but yeah, the the nephew, the that nephew he's known who he'd known since, since baby. Birth, yeah. yeah, 
he was going to ignite the lightsaber against him. Like, no, Ryan, you got that wrong. I mean, we can talk all about how he'd already sensed the dark in him and all that. And Snoke's grip was already supposed to take hold, even though that doesn't mean anything to us because Snoke is a red herring. Right. Um, The problem is that we can identify with having children that we see grow up and we care about. We can't identify with sensing the dark side in someone. Like, that's not a human thing, but the, and I'm not saying it has to be, but one is in direct conflict with the other. The one that we can identify with is going to win out in a lot of people, which is how do you just get that close to murdering your kin? But, and, and, but that goes to Return of the Jedi. That's why Return of the Jedi was so great because even though Anakin had done all these horrible, horrific things, Luke saw And Palpatine, and Palpatine, and Luke put the saber and closed it and tossed it. Right. And said, do yeah. with me what you're going to yeah. do. You, you're wrong. He apparently makes a habit of in his life. <laughs> Tossing lightsabers. See, it takes, <laughs> you know, now that we're talking about this, it takes me to the throne room with the emperor and that scene and where he does throw the lightsaber and I'm a Jedi like my father before me. Those are that was powerful. Which was oh, after he already tried to strike When you hear that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Out of anger. Yes, exactly. He had come full circle and everything else. I mean, that, that scenes were so powerful. And now to just come up, uh, he just he failed and he just wanted to kill himself. Yeah, one day go live in exile. So before we all slit our wrists here, um, (laughs) let's let's lighten it up a little bit. I liked it. The nominees for best use of a lightsaber in The Last Jedi are Luke Skywalker, over the shoulder throw, Ray, 10 out of 10, throne room uh, decaffing. Oh, getting capped in the back of the head with the hilt of her lightsaber. That no. was Kylo Ren. No, where she drops you're, the lightsaber. You're really killing again. my bit, dude. Thanks. Oh, so. okay. That's cool. Sorry. That's all right. <laughs> Five out of seven. Yeah. Uh, Kylo Ren, head skewer, mm-hmm. or Porgs good. almost turned it on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. While looking at Basically, it. two Porgs doing their best impression of Obi-Wan and Luke from yes, episode four. Right. That was yeah. I look a little in? funny. Yeah. That was funny because most people wouldn't know what that was a reference. No, to, so. but I like how the one's dancing up and down on the activator and the other <laughs> and one's just looking, looking at the on. hill. Yeah, <laughs> right inside the death ray. What's in here? <laughs> so it was almost pork head skewer. Yes, almost. Pork kebabs. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, Chewy would have loved those. Mm-hmm. Delicious. <laughs> Absolutely delicious. Let's talk about the music a little bit, man. Uh-huh. Love the music. Bam, 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 bam. You kind of touched on it earlier. Bam, you said yeah, that was my favorite scene. I right. threw my hands in the air just to hear the music. Oh, God, just to hear the OT music. <laughs> you know, yeah. we, heard, we, heard, we heard a lot at the beginning, of uh, well, at the end of Force Awakens, the beginning of the development of Last Jedi that, you know, hey, you know, John Williams is back and he's going to be scoring this thing. And then almost immediately after that, we hear nothing. So I'm questioning. Mike has got a tinfoil hat conspiracy. I do, man. I don't I don't know that he actually completed it. Maybe he started. Maybe he intended to do it. Dude is old AF. Yeah, he's in his 80s. Yeah. So I would not be surprised, but I'm interested to kind of do some research on that and see if if he actually completed that. Yeah, or if he did just some of it and then some like apprentices or people that work for him came in and used old stuff and kind of patched it all in. Because there is a lot of of reused themes in this movie. This is my best, my favorite Star Wars soundtrack since the original trilogy. Easily. Easily. I think let's. Um, yeah. <laughs> I need to actually listen to the soundtrack itself. But yeah, I, it, during, yeah, I in the too, movie sure. it had a much bigger impact on me than any of the other films have had. Agreed. I have another funny point to bring up. What's that? It's off topic as well of that of the music. Uh, who knew that all you needed to do was put a BB unit <clears throat> in the cockpit of an AT 
ST ish. Mm-hmm. Yep. To make them not lumbering, clumsy, can get taken down by sticks and rocks. No, but no, agile as a loth cat on fire. Dude, ATST yeah. of the future. Well, still. That's, That's right. Three years in the future, buddy. Nah. Yeah. They worked out the kinks. Oh, did they? Yeah. I think it was just BB 8. <laughs> Had to have been just that. You know, it didn't have all that heavy armor where I once it popped off. That's true. That did yeah. all get ripped off. Yeah. There you what go. Do you, uh, what do you guys think about Canto Bite and that whole sub arc? Oh, we haven't talked about Canto Bite yet? No. I was kind of, kind of trying to forget it happened, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so well, we got Benicio del Toro's character out of it, so we did, Sorta. which was overstated, but still a breath of fresh air. Somehow, it's still a little confusing too, because yep. the, the whole reason to go to Cantabite Bite um, was to find this slicer guy. You know, yeah. they could break him into the with the, the red flower on his lapel, right? And so we see that person at the craps tables, but was Apparently. that really him? Yeah. yeah, and then they jail him, and then they find Benicio del Toro. I kept waiting really to him? see on his lapel was yes, like a really pathetic, something. limp, like felt flower, right? That's <laughs> Instead what I of like the big, to, beautiful right. one, the ornate one that the dude was wearing, and I'd be like, and they'd be like, oh, yeah. now so I'm taking understand. it that that guy was the slicer, but turned him down, and that Benicio del Toro. Well, they never even got uh, to him to ask to ask him. No, they got arrested. Before I was hoping. I was hoping there was going to be a twist where we realized that he had just that rich guy had just taken his nice lapel when he got arrested or something. Yeah, like something gotcha, yeah. like that. But no, but there was nothing. That, it was just they Actually, literally kept saying, "Well, we found a you know an a security dude," and I'm like, "Oh, but it's really the one. It's really the one." No, apparently it's just not that. Apparently, Maz Kanata is full of crap, and that like lots of slicers can break into the the one tracking unit. On a dreadnought, since only one ship can track another ship yeah, through hyperspace yeah. no, at a. Yes, that we haven't Snoke's, talked about that yet. By, that by was the way, Super Star Destroyer. No, by the, the way, the the Maz Kanata scene not needed at all. Nope, D- didn't need that. that. I like that she in was in way. it, but that was a bit much. No, no, Snoke's ship wasn't a dreadnought. Yeah. Whatever the hell it was, I don't even care. Yeah, it doesn't I mean, matter. This whole, this whole, it was a bigger gym. The whole subplot, the <laughs> whole right. subplot of them going to cancel bite was just to give Finn something to do. I mean, that was why it was it was done. Yep, because ultimately it failed and ended up not mattering anyway. Not really. There no. was absolutely no purpose. I got a kiss out of it. You got to fight Phasma. Ultimately. Well, I mean, yeah. But no, like I mean, like there was no constructive thing that happened out of it. There were incidental. Right. Oh, no, there was that, no, whole, that whole story arc basically was mind diarrhea. Yeah. Well, that's the whole. We talked about this earlier too. I mean, some people, whenever they hear saying this, they're going to be like, "Oh no!" Because remember, the kids were there and they're slaves, and you realize how uh, evil the first yeah, order is and right. stuff. It's well, a that, good that, thing they spoon fed that to us, because otherwise, I'm just too stupid to figure it out. I wouldn't have understood it unless I saw a kid force grab a broom. Well, I didn't understand it because I apparently like sniffled and blinked and missed it. Oh, did you miss it? Okay. But, yeah, because the whole time afterward I was complaining. I thought the kid was going to do something forcey. And everybody goes, well, he grabbed the broom. He used the force to grab the broom. I went, he what now? <laughs> Great direction, guys. Great direction because I was, was watching it was, for it, it and was, didn't see it. It was understated to me too because I didn't realize until you guys said it. So yeah. you're not the only one. I, did, I flat hey. out didn't see it. You guys didn't see hey. Snap either. Okay, yeah, that's true. We did not Let's see take, Snap. I'm not, I'm not even sure if I, did. I, I still haven't got Wexley. to finish my point. Okay, first off, in response to that, I like that the final scene was understated. But second off, what I was trying to say about Canto Bite with the slave kids is 
they have not done a good job in these first two movies at all convincing me that I see the First Order as a credible threat. No, they're co- they're, they're the they, Keystone Cops of the galaxy. Yeah, yeah. And on top of it, the Rebel. I mean, the Resistance now is what forty people, twenty people. Yeah, thirty ish. Yeah, so. and for, they all fit on the they Falcon. Fit on Falcon. Yeah. yeah, unless you count all the people that they sent the distress signal out to that that, that didn't show that up. that never showed up. Well, yeah. no, the distress signal was was an attempt. To get they said it had been received, but no one was answering. Right. That, I mean, it was just out to other systems, and they hoped they would rally to their, their cause. Oh, okay. They weren't part of the resistance. They were hoping they would. Friend, uh, they, I think at one point they called them allies or friends to the resistance. Right. I see. But yeah. But yeah, it, we, I feel the same way. Is is the First Order even a credible threat? Because, I mean, dude, Empire. I know. You know, the Republic. I mean, all those it's things literally, were, It's literally, what if Monty Python did Nazis? Yeah. The, yeah. op- the opening text scroll claims that they are basically <laughs> g- getting ready to take over the entire galaxy and all the worlds. Right. And, and we never get How? any indication of that other than a few bumbling idiots. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite uh, First Order officer died in the first 20 minutes of the film. It was a guy shooting, the, flying the dreadnought that, that uh, Poe was taking out the surface guns for because, you know, two shots from the blasters of an X-Wing will kill an entire bl- yeah, you know, turbo laser stop, artillery. Stop, stop. <laughs> I'm, I shouldn't get that finite, but I shouldn't. I also, I mean, we're a Star Wars podcast. I shouldn't pull my punches like I have been no, no, this no. whole time. Right? No, I'm saying stop because I know. I'm it's, just it's, like, yes. Yeah, but the dumb. dude who was the commander of that vessel when Hux is like, launch starfighters, take them out. And he's like, and he turns around in the red light and you can tell the comms is cut. And he's like, like, we should have bloody launched them five bloody minutes ago. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> that guy is cool. But yeah. that guy's Agreed. cool. Let's see more of that. Nope. He did. Nope, he did. <laughs> Spoiler. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe we'll get a Paleon after all and hit up nine. Uh, yeah, I keep hope alive. Breath, right. Yeah. I don't, I I don't to, know. I wanted to throw the user, user poll out real quick on the Twitters, which I don't know your Twitter handle. Like. Who is your, real quick, wait, oh, you have a thought there? Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Who else saw, thought or is sure, because I'm not 100% sure anymore, that they saw Snap Wexley in this movie? I swear I saw him standing I, in a transport. I at one point was looking for him because I realized we hadn't seen him and I got excited. Yeah. And I never noticed him. I saw Gareth Edwards. Yeah. yeah. He was in the trenches. <laughs> I wish I saw Sexy Wexley. Yep. Where was he? There was, Gareth Edwards was in the trenches. Oh, there it is. Yeah. There you go. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, I tw- tweet your reply to Fly Casual 1138. Yep. There you go. Yeah, uh, hashtag I saw Snap. Yep. So let us know if you saw Snap in the movie because it's credited, but and then and it's rumored that he may have died in one of the blown up transports. Oh, yeah, no, that's no, all no, on Snap. blogs and stuff, though. It's, I don't, none of it's yeah, really it's all speculation yet. at this point. He's not credited on IMDb. So yeah, we should ask listeners to go to Twitter so it can be credible. There. there I'm go. just gonna tell you right now that JJ and Greg are best buds. Favorite Imperial officer in the original trilogy. Because I want to, I don't want to drop, lose, get too far from the point you're talking about. What? Anybody? Wait, what? Favorite officer, imperial officer in the original trilogy? Tarkin. Veer? Oh, Tarkin's Veers. Veers, Tarkin. Yeah, probably Tarkin. See, I was gonna go with uh, Piet. He did. He did. I know. Uh. His favorite officer in the original trilogy. <laughs> I don't know how this is hard for you guys. Guess what? Most of them did. Captain, no, it's Captain Nita. It's fun to see you do that. Apology accepted, Captain Nita. Uh, and the reason why I ask that is because I feel like all of these are pretty serious, straight characters. 
Your favorite Imperial officers are either the ones who are like very, very harsh, but curt, or they were just simply curt. Like I like Piet because he was curt, but he was also human. Yeah. You know what I mean? He had emotion and it was buried deep down. It was wonderful acting that barely portrayed any fear or unease at all at like 1% while Vader was doing his Vader shenanigans. Right. In the first order, it's whining, screaming, uh, uh, and undercutting and not even like, not even political backstabbery, but just literally like, like seven year old brother competition, whiny hateness. It's yeah. it's there's they seem stupid. They I seem like they are they're incompetent the people. I just went through my mind. I'm like, okay, well what first order or you know, from the new trilogy. First order well what first order That's officer? another that's another craft any of them. that's another craft of the original trilogy though, and it's huh? the same thing I used to say about the Cosby show, but now one, you're not I'm supposed sorry. to talk about the Cosby show anymore. <laughs> but I used to say the Cosby show was funny, not because of Heathcliff, but because of the other him reacting to the other characters. Right. I like these Imperial officers and Vader was scary because even the people who reported to him were scared to death of him. When he did stuff, you saw them react. You saw their unease. You saw the fact that they live their lives on pins and needles and that made it big and this movie, it's like, look at them doping it out, but they're, but they're, but they're right, right at the top. And meanwhile, you've, got, you've just got the same one guy who goes, uh, General, I saw this thing on the scans 30 times in the movie, and that's it. Yeah, the other officers, I can't, I can, okay, I can name General Hux, mm -hmm. Megalomaniac, and Phasma. Whiny Megalomaniac. Whiny, yeah, fine. Yeah, exactly. And Phasma, and that's, I don't know any other officers. Yeah. Phasma dead, she, <laughs> fell, she fell in a pit. Maybe. She's not a know. Sith. She's yeah, not a Sith, but she fell in a pit. She, she's with Han now. I like Garrick's. <laughs> they're, they're, <laughs> they're duking it. They're hanging it. Out. Mm -hmm. I like Garrick's thing that uh, idea that she would come back, but because she had the uh, the hole in her helmet, she'll now have an eye patch on the outside of her helmet. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, that I was hope like, so. Shows yeah. that she's tough. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Like not on the pirate. inside, but on the outside. It's like a pirate. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I Just like you. I think we're going to see Greg or Gurgurgra in uh, Ep 9, I think we're going to see Phasma come back. You think, think old Chrome Dome is coming back? Yeah, because that's a JJ thing. And I as, think he's going to bring it right back. And as flip, Finn called he's her. He's flip Ryan back right back off. Finn called her Shredder. He called her Chrome Dome, which is the yeah, Ninja Turtle I name know. for Shredder. Doesn't mm. fit. I don't even like the term Buckethead, really. Yeah. <laughs> I, I accept it. But Chrome Dome? Really? Yeah. yeah. That's uh, rough. Come here, Chrome Dome. Uh, <laughs> yep. So we're we're running through all the bad stuff here, and eventually we can come back around. But you've been stuff. taking notes. I'm. We did all the. Oh good no, exciting. we started with the good stuff, buddy. Yeah. No, there's that was the, there's, one there's good more. Scene. There's more good stuff than that. I'm so that was our favorite notes. scene. <laughs> let's let's get the whole running out of gas thing out of here. You're putting that as good? Okay, no. so what? No, I'm oh, saying, okay, so, okay, let's so we get got a capital big... ship, and and they're being chased down, and, and somehow now they can track them in hyperspace, right? Mm -hmm. And so they're saying, okay, well, we Wait. can't jump back into hyperspace. All this, all these are plot devices, right? Just yep. one so, ship can track them. Only one at a time, Mike. <laughs> right. Only one, only one <laughs> ship know, can track them I at know. a time because reasons. Hey, guys, How are it's, they new tech. it's new uh, tech. They had a big triangle thing behind a locked door. That's how. <laughs> Which, <laughs> it was a flux capacitor. Which, so, you, don't, you, don't, you don't need to explain. <laughs> don't you beg on the flux capacitor, bro. But, don't you beg on the flux okay, capacitor. Okay, so basically what Josh is talking about is, so basically what they're <laughs> attempting to do, the First Order is, is they're going to 
just chase this ship through open space until it runs out of gas. Yep. First off, because they don't have any other so, ship in the fleet that can, also, yeah. they can warp. Or, they could have um, just flown bombers warp, at it. They, they didn't have bombers. <laughs> Apparently. So, just fighters. Okay, so, but the, the fact that that a capital ship is going to run out of gas. They literally say in the movie, well, we're bigger and slower. And Hux, you know, it, never, it never occurs to me to go, wait, 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 wait. What about the bombers? Yeah. And we know they have what them the because we fires? saw on Canto about- Bite as Benicio del Toro and his ship is flipping through, flipping through who's selling what to the First Order. Guess what's right there? Bombers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was. So we know they still have bombers. You know. but no, but even the fact that the capital ship is just going to run out of gas. It's I got mean, a gas We were tank. talking about this earlier yeah. when we were outside is, you know, geez, a, on a Earth, new, we have something nuclear called nuclear submarine. reactors yeah. that can be put in submarines and they can literally be. <laughs> the only said, reason they ever have to come up is for food. <laughs> nuclear subs can just go. I might have actually accepted it if they'd said our fuel cells are depleted. Yeah. Yeah, anything. But to but, say like, we're going to run out of like fuel. the get like the, right. the, the literally the tank, e, yeah, and the the little light came on on the command station. <laughs> yeah, so okay. We know that we Remember. have to take and the it next switched, possible it exit. It switched from the direction that you were traveling to how many miles left until empty. Right. Yeah. Remember, <laughs> Gareth Edwards loved Battlestar Galactica, and yeah. I saw a lot of Battlestar Galactica yeah. in this movie. That's true. There, there, there is truth in that. Not and I, Ryan, but yeah, uh, Ryan yeah, Johnson. Sorry. Ryan Johnson. Well, I don't know. Why and I, I, cha- I do that all the time. I, I challenge viewers who who question that to to go see the movie again and think Battlestar. And and it, there are a lot of little pieces that are much more Battlestarish. I mean, the whole chase until <laughs> yeah. they run oh, out yes. of fuel. And all so of the attendant the, Star the Destroyers. Four hours of Battlestar. No yeah. one thought to maybe I don't know the other Star Destroyers we have. Like jump one in front. Mm-hmm. Or a couple of three in front and make a blockade. Nah, just chase for eighteen hours. It'll be fine. Uh, yeah. They needed it. They needed it, Petrie. This was the plot. I mean, yep. that's what yeah, we got to chase until it, it runs out of gas because these gigantic monster curving plasma torpedoes we're throwing at it will never take out its shield. So we're just going to keep shooting at them anyway, right? And wait for them to why, run out of gas. Why not? It's okay. Why couldn't the they just mount they... a battering ram cannon? cannon. Yep, there you uh, go. On, <laughs> and shoot it down. Time. It, yeah. It's not just that it was this whole waiting game. It's that 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 happened three times in the movie. So you have the prank call at the beginning where mm. he's just trying to buy time. You have the entire escape where they're just trying to buy time till they can hatch this plan. And then you have the entire thing at the end where Luke is just trying to buy time so that they can es- escape through the fossil. That's an astute observation. There was a lot of just buying time in this movie. And if Which it was a long, two hour and 20 minute run time. Right. Buying time. There it is. By the way, if there's one thing that we've learned in Star Wars lately is that if you ever want to escape a situation, you just follow. No, if you're in a cave. If you're in a cave and, and you want to escape the situation, you follow the wolf. Follow the follow wolf. Follow the wolf. <laughs> follow the wolves. Chris we learned wolves. it from Rebels and we learned it from <laughs> The Last Jedi. If there's no way out. If we have literally already said there is no other way out except this way, we have verified if that's a problem and you have verified that there is absolutely no other way out, follow the wolves. That's actually because then there's another way out. <laughs> that's actually chapter three, paragraph four of the wooden uh, Jedi Order book yeah. that, that Ray took. Yeah. If you can't find a way, follow the wolfesses. That's right. If you can't join them, follow the wolves. <laughs> chapter two, throw the Siths into pits. Yeah, that's right. Sith and pits. Chapter three. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, I honestly. I can't believe that that was both in the cartoon with the Force uh, Wolves. The Doom. 
<laughs> and then also in this movie with the with the the crispy crystal critters. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Follow the wolves. Must have been, y'all's haters. Must have been the day that Filoni was hanging around on set. It had to have been. <laughs> he was wearing his wolf shirt yep, that day. His wolf's howling at the moon. I just, and Ryan looked at him and said, "I got an idea." I just blocked you guys talking about the big weapon to take down the big ass door. So. No, you didn't. Uh, did we talk? Did, did we cover that enough? No, I don't think we covered it at all. The First Order, so bad at their jobs, they landed it 150 yards back from where they were supposed to. (laughs) They had to. What do we do? Do we take it off again? Nope, just drag it. (laughs) Just drag it forward. Can it fire from here? No, drag it. It's okay. We have plenty of fuel. We're moving it. (laughs) Yeah. We're moving it. Yeah, we have all the gas we need. Just drag it forward. Yep. Do like, we, do we like talk you about, said, like 150 do we talk yards. About, I can't remember if we talked about this outside or if we talked about this in, here in the cast, but I think it was you, Petrie, that mentioned that, you know, at one point, Finn was going to sacrifice himself for, you know, for the resistance. He yeah. was going to take no, his No, it's me. Spear, this is one of my biggest complaints of the movie. And he was just going to ram it right up that gun. And, and, and it was, I was like... Oh, Oh man! Oh wow. man! It's a good thing, even Finn's though his ship is melting, he isn't yet. This is going to be this is going to be meaningful because we we're going to take a main character and he's going to sacrifice himself, and then oh, his girlfriend, his new girlfriend, knocked him out of the way. Yep, I crashed like, oh. my ship into your ship, almost killing both of us from love. I saved you <laughs> by almost killing the both of us. This is good writing. Okay, bye bye now. <laughs> well, first, somebody uh, get me a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> Again, they they just had uh, a movie where two previous times in the movie there were really powerful moments of people sacrificing the, their lives. Yeah, right. Okay, uh, and then uh, you get to that scene and Rose says, sacrificing your life is not the way that we'll win this battle. We're it's, not going to win It's by saving this. the people that we, we love. love. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, I was like, what? well you, silly. You, you just took a crap on your sister's grave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, word, man. Yep. <laughs> Yep. Uh, oh, I mean, I was fine, I was fine though. with their little romantic, you know, thi- you know, thing if that's what you want to do with them. But the, I'm sorry, but that sac- that that's the reason Rogue One was as powerful as it was because of the sacrifice that all of them made mm-hmm. on that planet. They knew it was going to be a one way mission. Well, maybe they thought they could get off, and we as the audience thought they could get off. But that moment that that um, that the shuttle blew up, and everybody starts looking around, and you're like. We're not getting off this. I mean mm-hmm. that that was powerful. Yeah, and 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 Finn riding up to that gun and getting ready to go in. I was like, oh, this wow. is like, we were. I think everybody was like, holy crap! We didn't realize they're gonna kill off one of the new ones. Yeah, wow, right. this is huge. Oh no, every and yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, apparently he was wearing because a he was seat a, belt. He was in love. <laughs> yeah, Crash I was whatever. almost ready to cry because I didn't want to see Finn go. Yeah, oh, Garrick, I was I really oh, okay man. with it. No, I didn't make Garrick feel like his happen. grandpa's funeral. Yeah, me too. But he's okay now. He's okay. Finn, Finn's okay. Guys. Yay. Yep, yeah. even though he's walking around like you know, like like an old man in a nursing home and his underpants and back to squirting out of him. Oh gosh. <laughs> <sighs> Again, it was something that was just directed so awkwardly, it was like a Doctor Who episode. And and I like Doctor Who, but it's a different genre. It's a different style, at least. And just like wandering like like uh, what do I do in the scene? Uh just act dazed. Can we give it some context? Can we have like, you know what I mean? He just woke up and fell out of bed. I know, but nobody's acknowledging the fact that the dude's squirting back to all over the floor. Yeah, no one cares. Nope. No, no one even po, cares. No one cares and BB-8 cares. I realize everybody was in a hurry because they're evac and all that. I like when he was, what? what? 
What? Okay, Finn, naked in bag? Talk, what are you talking about, let's BB-8? Let's talk about this, man. Yeah, I mean, well, first off, first off, they didn't need the joke. The joke was not needed. The fact that he woke up on the... All they needed in that scene was for him to walk, wake up in that, that machine or something, mm-hmm. and then maybe somebody there, you know, taking care of him, and then cut away. Yeah. Think about Luke on Hoth yep. in the back to tank. We yep. see him for a split second in the thing. They pull him out, and he's, he's in bed. Yep, perfect. Perfect. Perfection. Yeah. Instead, no, we need to have Finn wandering down the hall, squirting liquid. I know. Because that's, well, this, is, this is kind of a theme. This kind of a, this kind of a, kind of a theme in the movie, squirting liquid. What? Yeah, no, no. Yep, Finn squirting liquid in the hall. Also just nipples. Squirting green milk. Yeah, lots of boobs in this movie because we had creatures with four boobs. And then we had the opera singer on Canto Bite as the creatures are running past going, with her six cleavage breasts on display. Oh, and then boy. Kylo Ren's boobs, which yeah. I was happy to see. Oh, yeah. Was, yeah. He was ripped, baby. Yeah. Yeah. He was large. Can I change my favorite scene? <laughs> <laughs> he was ripped like an old-timey uh, pugilist. He, <laughs> you know what I mean? He had like that broad chest <laughs> look, like he was going to grow a yeah. long, curly mustache and say, two arms, I'll fight you. <laughs> he looks like he has old man strength, yeah, even exactly. though he's not old yet. Yeah. <laughs> hey, dude's an ex-Marine or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's true. true. Yeah, yeah, big dude. He yeah, doesn't look and, it because he's so tall. And old Ray asked him to cover up because she was a little uncomfortable at the feeling she was having, just like Luke for Leia. Oh. 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 But her parents are pauperous, Steve. Uh, Steve Petrie. Oh, that's right. They said it. They did. Yeah. They come from nothing. They're garbage. That was just him talking about his own parents, whom he resented because they have the same parents. Let's Whoa. keep hoping, guys. Maybe in the next one, they'll let us nerds be nerds. <laughs> no. Well, at the end of the day, man, I still love Ray and I still love Kylo Ren. And I'm I'm still interested in seeing what they do with them. In I liked them chapter. both. I liked them both before. I like Ray equally now. I like Kylo a little more. I like Finn a little more. I like Poe a lot more. But that is coming from a place of almost absence, right? But now I do like him. It's official. This is one of the things I wanted this movie to do. Good. And it did. I make like Poe. Po matter, yeah. I yeah make, now make you can po read the matter. comic with us, right? Nope, not happening. Oh. Never in a million years. But it's got snapping. Nope. Snap. All the more reason. Yeah. But so out of the, out of out of all that, that's great. Um, however, you know, offing Luke. That's yeah. a pretty big price to pay for that. That was hard. For me. That was hard to swallow. And not actually, I don't. I didn't know if Carrie, if Leia was going to die or if she was going to leave. But neither happened, and I'm kind. I was kind of upset about. Well, she kind of needs yeah. to leave because it's the it's the whole theme of the movie was the old guard is gone, the new guard is taking over to. Right. Well, to me, it was clear was, though. If this was the original vision for this movie, that. The first one was going to be the Han movie. This one was going to be the Luke movie. And this nine was supposed to be the Leia movie. Yep. And that's not happening. Billy D, stay by the phone. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Lando movie. Yes. Yes. There was a Uh, lot of Leia in this movie, though. There was. Yeah. Quite a bit. Even though she was, you know, in a coma for two thirds of it. Right. I was both disappointed and pleased that I didn't get the line that I thought was. I actually heard the line in my head while watching the film and was getting ready to yell. And it was at the very end when they said, what are we going to do now? There's nothing left. There's just, you know, us 12 guys or girls left for the resistance. And Leia goes, we have everything we need. Yes. Yeah. I I heard it in my head. I did, too. I kept hearing Jin's voice. Rebellions are built on hope. Right. Yeah. I kept hearing it, but it didn't happen. I was almost I was actually almost disappointed. 
I was a little disappointed, but I was also happy. Yeah, it was. I'm fine that they didn't, but I was almost like, yeah, I could have used that little tie-in. That would have yeah. been nice. That would have been cool. Yeah. I mean, it was Carrie Fisher's last line. The movie, it's like the last line of the movie was uh, was the Carrie Fish, CG Leia turning around and going, hope. Right. It's like, we, we do have it. We have hope. So it would have been thematically in continuity for her to say that in this film. Oh, well. Which missed did. opportunities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, did you guys I, see the ghost? <laughs> the ghost of what? Jin? No, the ghost, the ship. No. Oh, it, it got blew up early. It ran out of gas. <laughs> <laughs> Here's I I do have to what, say out. one one kind of overarching kind of um observation about you know what I'm seeing with Force Awakens and 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 Ep eight and, and what's gonna happen with Ep nine um is that I feel like Disney has Lucasfilm on such a breakneck schedule that the writing is suffering and the editing is suffering that, that writing the, I would well agree. the whole process yeah, I everything suffering. writing directing I mean, editing everything I, I really feel like they especially with writing sometimes you have to just look, get it out there and, and let it permeate man permeate that people breathe it's on like it it's like you know what you want to say so you throw it out there right. but then you got to let you got to let the dust settle you got to let it fall into a shape and right. it, it's not happening no it's just people delivering lines in front of a camera there's no context there's no I grounding mean, that's i mean one of the reasons i feel like that the original trilogies were so good is because lucas had i mean there was a lot of ideas that he had in that first draft that weren't used that ended up being the the framework for you know empire strikes back and return of the jedi and he, i mean he worked on that through the 70s mm-hmm. you know what i mean so there was a lot of him and and other people mm-hmm. drafts and scripts and over and rewrite and, and this then, and that and, and then even after it was shot him and his wife fighting over because she did the editing fighting right. over how to properly edit right and put it together in a right. way that would actually appeal and so make sense to people time was really on his side during that we saw you know, a difference with the prequels, but still he was on more of a three to four year schedule for releases and yeah. stuff, you know, but this, I think Disney, to me, it's too bad that they've chosen to go this way. I, I understand like why getting, they've done it, but we're getting big budget TV specials. Yeah. Is what it feels like. Well, I mean, in terms me, of how the, how the scenes are shot and delivered and how the dialogue is read. These movies are just no different than any other blockbuster out there. There's nothing really special about them anymore. No. I, and I hate to say it, but mm-hmm. Rogue One was still pretty awesome. It was pretty awesome, but that story I think felt feels like it had a little bit of time to permeate, maybe, and, maybe, and, and settle, and, and and they brought in a team to clean it up too. Yeah, right. Maybe right. that helps. Yeah, I don't know, but I just I I don't know. I just these Force Awakens and let's just put it this way: Force Awakens and um and Last Jedi. I mean, I, I told you they're in the middle of my pack for for how I like it. Especially this film, because I I really, if anybody, if you go back and listen to our past cast, I was a big Ryan Johnson apologist. Mm-hmm. I really felt like he was going to come in here and do something special. Yeah, that he was going to do something that was my that was thought provoking and different. And we're and, and and God hope he has the time to do such a thing with the new trilogy. No, but, yeah. but think of that. Do you, does that did give, this give did, you a little bit of hope? The fact that. He's been told he gets a trilogy, so there's no way he's not already thinking about it right now. Well, of course he is. And he's, already, he's already made the pitch. We're, he's we're a few years out from when he's going to actually start making those movies. Well, so. we'll we'll see. I don't know. I'm not real. I'm not as thrilled about it now after I've seen the movie. Um, but the disappointment for me on this film was that that it wasn't fun, and I it, that I don't like the movie. I do. It's the disappointment for me is that it doesn't rank in the top three to five. That it's it's in the middle. 
to, to lower it's still half. basically all it's doing is being better than the prequels which which <laughs> right. doesn't feel like a very high bar no <laughs> no yeah. it doesn't even better than phantom menace <laughs> <laughs> the best of the prequels my, clearly hey i told you phantom menace is not at the bottom of my list so i know Mine a lot either. of people it's it's a second the second <laughs> second bottom i don't know i thought thematically wise there, I mean, there's what two or three major themes, you know, the balance of the light and dark, the, and then but there's a coming of age story, and then yeah. there was a, uh, uh, what is a legend? What is a symbol? You know, so I think I think that what they were trying to go for was pretty good. I thought I, I agree. I mean, I mean, the whole thing with Luke projecting himself, as I tried to mention earlier, but everyone kept interrupting me. You assholes! But uh, welcome to was, the room. It was like it was symbolism. <laughs> it was he was this legend. He kind of appeared like he used to look. Kind of, so he was this this symbol to the rebellion, and it kind of told us, okay, yeah, symbols are are good, but when you get down to it, they're not really, a, they're not a real thing. They're just something you kind of aspire to. So him projecting himself like that, yeah, I think a symbol doesn't, yeah. What Ryan Johnson was saying, okay, yeah, you, they can be inspiring, but it it's not really a thing unless you do something afterwards. So you're unless saying you aspire to and, and keep trying. The yeah. special edition soundtrack during that scene will have Bonnie Wright singing "Let's Give Them Something to Talk yeah, About." That's exactly. what you're saying. I hope so. Yeah. Okay. But I think you know the themes were great. I, all the characters grew. Uh, I'm just trying to inject some positivity. You know into what? Your but assholeness. To your credit, but, to your oh yeah, because you were just ape shit over this movie when it came out. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I agree with most of what everyone was saying, but but I it's think, still depressing. I think we've been way too harsh on this movie that we all. I, I like i mean it's not the best star wars but it's a good one i was thoroughly entertained and let let me make a controversial statement here no i like kylo ren better than darth vader i don't yeah, even know how to address you with that that's not what? even a conversation a door over there. You can <laughs> yeah. that's not that. a that's not a controversy josh that's just what they write on can i defend myself no, no. no. you no. You, you are allowed to that, have an opinion just as like Corey you can and everybody say else that you is like allowed him, to have an opinion you can say that you like him. everybody else you can say that you like and him I better like than anakin but not vader <laughs> okay well yeah no i'll take that that's part that's part of my issue is that i i take that character as an entirety Witnessing him, even in the original trilogy, he was badass and awesome. I it was the highlight of Rogue One for me, which was I love that movie was seeing him be total badass. So, mm -hmm. so Vader is still the most badass dude in the galaxy ever. Mm -hmm. I don't like him as much as Kylo Ren, just because I actually feel that I can connect more with Kylo Ren as um, a troubled teen. No, mainly yeah. <laughs> from like a physique standpoint. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> got me, got me. Got but <laughs> no, I, so I, I didn't. <laughs> even in the, even in the Force Awakens, I I wasn't in the crowd. He was like, oh, he's just a whiny bitch. Because to me, he was never Darth Vader. He was never supposed to be Darth Vader. I didn't yeah. need him to be Darth Vader. So I was fine with his development, the human side. I liked getting the character development that took place with the scene with Luke, you know, where we realize what's going on. I loved every scene with him arguing with Ray, with Ray, making good arguments, I believe, saying, you know, let the past die, kill the past, you know, join me. We can we can rule, we can move on. I like whenever he freaks out and punches, whenever he's going insane and angry and mad like a little kid. So I I, I don't like that. I, I'm not I, I'm not backing it all up, but I really I'll show I, you, you <laughs> stupid helmet. <laughs> 
I really yeah. like this character. So once this trilogy ends, I'll we'll, we'll revisit this and see whether I. I don't, does anybody has anybody on this podcast ever not liked Kylo Ren? I know there's there's a lot of bagging on him outside Look, of this I, podcast, I like, but yeah. I don't think we've ever really bagged on him that much. Uh-huh. He's not think, my favorite. I, I don't hate the, him. I like him. I think some yeah. of the temper, the temper tantrums can be a little right. Over the top. Right. Well, that I don't like. There's yeah. nothing, nothing in these two films that to me could not have been dialed back a little bit. Right. We, nothing. Right. We did learn, and I don't remember who said it the other day. We did learn in this film that he, like his grandfather before him, thought. Spinning was a good move. That's true. We saw that he did. He did a good move. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Following in Grandpa's shows foot, you, yeah, his, footsteps. His, his uh, grandfather's always with him. To Garrick's right. point, I also agree that this movie attempted to do a lot more than I think virtually any other Star Wars movie has done in terms of philosophical or spiritual themes. Yeah, they bit off more than they could chew. That That is what I fear. I like, I've said, you know, we talked about, we heard in rumors before that the movie is going to be kind of frenetic and jumping around from scene to scene. And I said, good, I like that. My favorite books do that too. Uh, I have an attention span of a four-year-old apparently. But um, I did enjoy that part, that aspect of this film. But even I felt like it was happening a bit much. And that's saying something for me. Like I was like, okay, let's let's pump the brakes. We're getting like thirty second vignettes, right? And well, I think part of those more powerful, more in depth themes that they were exploring ended up getting kind of bulldozed by the speed that everything was having to move, right. even at two hundred twenty minutes. I don't I don't mind jumping around, like you said. Yeah, when there's resolution at some point. Yeah, like when you reach a breaking point. And a breaking point doesn't necessarily just mean someone finished a sentence. Yeah. But in this movie it seemed like there wasn't that many more qualities to go. Okay, next scene. So, yeah, having said that, yeah, we're we're going a little long here, so we're going to want to wrap this up soon. Um, yeah, bottom line is we're getting together to beef about the movie because you know what after Force Awakens we came in and we glowered and we glowered and we glowered. And after time, we kind of settled down. That's not happening with this movie. In fact, going into the movie, I kept saying, it's weird how normal this is now. It's weird how normal this is. There's only a few people dressed up. The line wasn't that long. Our cinema on opening night, eight o'clock show wasn't that was not even half full. No. No. Yeah. And so and that's a result of having, you know, of doing away with the midnight only shows, you know, Well, but that but it's also I think it's it's the breakneck speed, man. I mean, We're getting a, a Star Wars movie every year now. We're yep. just saturated with it. We talked about this way before The Force Awakens even came out back in 2014. Mm-hmm. It's like, are we going to get over saturation? And I think we're there, man. I think if the quality came with it, it'd be okay. Because guess what? Rogue One yeah, didn't right. do amazing opening night stuff either, but it right. kept going because it was such a good movie word of mouth, right? right? But let's talk about that. Last night was the preview showings. It was Thursday night. We were recording this on the release day of uh, The Last Jedi. Last right. night was the preview shows. After we saw that show, we're walking out, and it's late at night, 11 o'clock or whatever. We're walking out, and I opened up Rotten opened up Rotten Tomatoes, where the critics have been virtue signaling the flag. 93%. At 93%. Flag. Now, mind you, that's 93%, not 93%. Everybody's saying it's a 93% good movie. That's critics. That's 93% of critics saying it was better than bad, meaning it's positive. It's a positive right. review. So they can say it's got all these problems just like us, but overall, it's a positive review. And really, if we had to sit down and write an essay, we would balance ourselves out better than better than just getting all of our fanboy whiny stuff out like we are now. I think kind of all of us agree that we enjoy the film. Yes. Yeah. And so we would be part of that 93%. We would count as that. But here's the thing. The audience score on the preview night mm-hmm. was 63%. Mm. 
today on opening day, technically. Yeah. It's now at 56%. Ooh. Oh, wow. That's a big wow. hit. Garrick showed me that earlier. Uh, and I had looked last night. And so I'm over I, the course of this weekend, and by the time people are listening to this, it may be even lower. So if you're hurt about hearing all these criticisms, know that this kind of stuff is bugging a lot of fans. Yeah. Um, I got to tell you, too. I mean, you're talking about macro numbers. Mm -hmm. I, I've been getting steady stream of texts all day. Yeah. And they've generally been pretty... I'm disappointed. I mm -hmm. mean, that's that's yeah. that's the general consensus about from that I'm getting from just the casual fan. And Except that, Toby, that's, who that's couldn't so, be here tonight, but loved it. Apparently. That's it's weird to me because we're in this weird position where the casual fan who usually could see something be like, oh, I like it, like Force Wagon, eh, pretty good, right. you know. And uh, whereas we were going ape over the Force Wagons, and then we had to circle back around, right? Mm. Um, well, in this case, I saw a movie, and I, in my mind, yeah, it was pretty good. Why wasn't it a lot better? Yeah. Oh, these 100 reasons. You know what I mean? Because overall, I enjoyed it. So why do I feel so conflicted? And that's what's generating all this analysis. And a right. lot of people aren't very analytical, and a lot of people really aren't comfortable with critique. And if you've made it this far, despite that, just know that all of this is coming from a place of caring. It's because we do enjoy this, and it matters a lot to us. We're not just butthurt fanboys. Butthurt. I mean, me, a lot of my complaints about this movie are could be my complaints about virtually any blockbuster movie that comes out uh, nowadays. Most nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have more a problem with my generation in Hollywood as filmmakers than I do with the films themselves. And so there's a lot of different things coming from a lot of different points of view, Star Wars fans, movie fans, things like that, that all fold into this because we're looking at it so hard because we love it. You know, when when a kid is acting up and he's a rebellious teen and he's getting into marginal trouble here and there, you know, a little bit of trouble at school, a little bit of trouble with the law at a party or something, a little bit of trouble for vandalism, whatever. The only people who see everything that kid does wrong are the people who love him the most, his parents. In this narrative that I'm telling, you know. They're the people who have to the the people who are the most frustrated are the people who love them the most and try to remember that when you're hearing these things. And if you're and if you're at the office and someone is complaining about the film or something like that, maybe just maybe it is coming from a place of love. And, yeah, I'm talking from somebody who's got a lot of critiques. Obviously, I'm swayed in that regard, but never mistake it for hatred. Never mistake it for people who are just negative all the time. That's not where it comes from. What it comes from is a hope for something better. I'm going to tell you right now, Rebellions, rebellions built are built on freaking hope. My uh, God. Are they? Word. I dropped my mic, but it's Garrick's. I don't want to piss I'll him pay off. Good money for that. We're going we're gonna to round Robin some parting shots. All right. Well, why don't we go ahead? Garrick, if you've depleted all of your energy. I'm almost there. Hold on. Okay, all Mike. Right. Oh. <laughs> uh, have a good night. See you on the flip side. On the flippity flip. Uh, yeah. yeah. Howie. Ditto. Ditto. I I meant parting shots about, <laughs> about the movie. The movie. But, yeah, okay. I know, I know. I That's know. They're, right. they're doing their uh, closers. I'll, I'll, all right. Parting ahead, shot about the it. movie will be R.I.P. Admiral Akbar. Yep. I pour out a Fody on the beach for you. Mm -hmm. A Fody of salt water. Yeah. Because yeah. he's a fish. Yeah, right. he is. Yeah. He's like Squidward, but red. That. Squidward. Yeah. It's a trap. Yeah. He... Yep. <laughs> is that what Squidward yeah. sounds like? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He sounds like. Are you done uh, harvesting your strawberries? Yeah. Or... Hey, uh. I like the movie. It's all mm -hmm. right. Cool. <laughs> Josh, anything deeper to add? <laughs> <laughs> uh, double shot here. Uh, oh. One parting shot with R.I.P. Akbar that we haven't really addressed is R.I.P. Snoke and how we never really 
knew anything about him. Yeah. Oh, all, we can, uh, all we can hope for is that JJ, I mean, since he was a JJ creation, that JJ <laughs> goes back and gives some exposition. I want something more. I want JJ to go, you know what? I don't care so that someone can write a novel in a week's time and get it published so I can get some freaking answers. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, Snoke so long, only Snoke, got out of the, of the throne once. Yeah, he's not dead. Because the anyway. CGI was rough. But Okay, yeah, so... It was. <laughs> it was. It really was. I, I enjoyed this movie. I was thoroughly entertained by this movie. Um, and then whenever I left, I, I enjoyed it a lot, but I didn't have a strong desire to go see it again. Yeah. And I was left with a lot of questions that weren't exciting questions to see answered. There were yeah. a lot of questions that were like, why in the world did they make that decision? Yeah, yeah. So it was a good Star Wars movie. It, you know, it, it's Star Wars. I enjoyed it. I'm. I will see it again. I don't know that I will actually see it again in theaters unless my wife wants to go see it with me. Yeah. I, was, I, I think will, I was telling you guys earlier about the probably the only reason I'll go back is if my kids want to see it. Yep. But part of that is an intentional that's, decision. That's different for me. Mm-hmm. That'll be that'll be the first time that that's happened. Mm-hmm. Part of that is me trying to tell Disney that I want them to take a little bit more care with these properties and not just not have them written before they start and just throw a different director at each one and just hope that something good happens. Yeah. Yep. I guess my parting shot would be I like Godfather Part 3. <laughs> I will eviscerate it. Starting with Sofia Coppola's most wooden performance of any female or ac- male actor of all time. I but, love my cousin. What? What's wrong? Well, I like my cousin. Dad, I have no I facial expressions. Too, Daddy put me in a movie. <laughs> I really wish my cousin Nick would quit calling me and breathing heavily into the phone. Okay. I'm writing exposition into that that maybe <laughs> might not be there. But I like that movie. I have almost nothing positive to say about it because anything positive I could say about that movie was better in The Godfather Part 2 and better in The Godfather Part 1. So if you want to know what's good about The Godfather Part 3, see those films. If you want to know what's bad about The Godfather Part 3, watch The Godfather Part 3. But I still like it. Is it as good as the others? Not even most. But I will defend it because it did have a lot of those good qualities. I will treat this movie the exact same way, I believe. And I look forward to seeing it more times because it was so fast and frantic that I can't wait to pick up on additional details. Because even though there are so many little butthurt things in it, I still want to eat as much as I can get. Yeah. And I I will hope to use my little movie pass card to see <laughs> this movie again soon to try to get some freaking value out of that thing. Hashtag I saw snap. Yep. Now, I'm going to go look for Snap, which is yeah. the worst thing for me to go into a movie That's for. That's another reason to go back right there. Yeah, yeah, to find the Snap. Find the Snap. Yeah. It's like Waldo. Yeah, yeah, he is. A really, really large Waldo. A large orange Waldo. It's <laughs> hard, hard to find. <laughs> Easy, so anyway, that's where it's at, and I think it's time to tie it up. Gentlemen, ladies, what? Do we have a song? We. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> This is the last podcast of the year, depending on yeah. when the uh, when the last Remnants RPG episodes roll out. And if they aren't, if you haven't already heard them, look for those uh, already or soon. <laughs> uh, this is the last podcast we will be recording for the year of 2017. <laughs> and so, of course, but since it is still before Christmas, we have a fantastic offering from the Fly Casual Glee Club. <gasps> hey, it uh, happened. Hey. It happened. Ladies and germs, Sancho Panda has reunited 
with the Fly Casual Glee Club to bring us a Christmas song that you might enjoy. A song made famous in a classic Christmas film called White Christmas, known as Sisters. You might remember performed by the Sisters. But this one, no, 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 no. This one's called Sith Lords. Uh, so please, please to enjoy Sith Lords from Sancho Panda and the Fly Casual Glee Club. Jedi meddle on Naboo. I stay hidden while you're cleaved in two. Oh, no. Hating, calculating, both no. sides of, of a war manipulating. You proved so much stronger than young Anakin. Until he highlanded my head. <laughs> my new apprentice is so portentous, his anger will make him strong. My new master looks like a raftar, if only I had a son. <laughs> Those who fail us. Rarely ever lived to tell the tale much. Many men have tried to join our clique, but no one can. Remember, Krennic? Don't choke on your aspirations. The senator who comes between me and my Sith Lord. And force choke the Sith Lord. Comes between me and my plans, Sith Lords. Sith Lords. <laughs> you, you have to imagine Luke, they're dancing. Luke, no, it's Sith Luke and Yoda, Lords. and they're just mouthing it to the recording. Sith Lords don't, don't come, come between me and my plans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And with that, we wish you a Merry Christmas, a Happy Kwanzaa. I believe they it's a super Hanukkah. I think that's how they the, oh, how they wow. prefer yeah, that. Absolutely, and yeah. and and all other manner it's of holiday Hanukkah. or uh, or non denominational seasonal break Festivus. you may take. Hap- I thought Festivus happens in be- like it happened already it's for the rest of us. No, oh, you wouldn't know. About well, it. I guess I wouldn't. Get but the- and a Happy New Gelatinous Year. We are jelly. Look at this milk, 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 milk,